Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. We got Aaron Rodgers updates, Lamar Jackson updates, Trey Lance updates. We've got quarterback money to talk about who's getting extended, Hurts, Burrow, uh, Herbert, the gang, all getting new money soon. What what players are potentially in play or out of play for the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes? We got Mike Thomas news, Zeke Elliott news, Sam Darnold news. We've got Matthew Stafford news. We've got all kinds of news. The NFL had a meeting today here in your boys state here in Arizona. Number zero can now be worn by players. The fantasy football show begins right now. From the fantasyfootballshow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? My name is Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show, and today we are going to discuss a bunch of things. Everything you see on screen, we'll be talking about that and more. And we'll be taking your phone calls like we usually do so get ready to dial in and if somebody's got a a 10 or 20 second question i'll answer it hang up on you as i go through the news we're not going to have a panel or any sort of long lengthy phone line but if you have a dire question relating to the topic at hand dial in i'll answer the phone real quick answer your question and then hang up on you so phone lines are open and at the bottom of the screen as usual aaron Rodgers. there is news at first the building today was david ramos followed by thomas uh, uh, Jake, appreciate you. JCIM, appreciate you. Bella, check yourself. Uh, Mr. Random, Mike, appreciate Richie. Everybody in here. Richie Rich, appreciate you being here, Richie. Where you been? Where you been? Um, hit that like button. Aaron Rodgers. The, the, there's a potential deal that's in the works. Very, very close to getting done. Yahoo is reporting that the Packers could receive a 2023 second round pick and a 2024 second rounder uh, in exchange for Aaron Rodgers. That second rounder could be conditional. There's a lot of different buzz regarding this contract. Um, There's also potential compensation that goes back to the New York Jets in 2025. Like, I don't know, a couple, the third round or fourth round. Who knows what the actual uh, pick is going to be. That's probably what they're debating right now. If Aaron Rodgers steps away after one year. So there's a lot of conditional things to the deal. The Jets want to be protected if Aaron Rodgers plays one year. And then they get something in return. I don't know if it'll be a second, a third, a fourth, or a fifth. I imagine it'll be later picks and it's a smaller part of this deal. But the framework looks like it actually is finally ironed out. Uh, The the one thing people need to understand, and I've said this before, really anybody's been saying it. Now you're hearing it a lot from different networks or or whatever. Um, Aaron Rodgers really can't be traded until June 1. So this whole, we're waiting for him, what's going to happen... We don't, you know, are, are we Are we just, is Aaron Rodgers the cause? Are the Packers dragging their feet? Why isn't this getting done? Are we worried it's not going to get done? It's not getting done until June 1 anyway. Now, you would like to have this done before the draft in terms of, like, execution. Now, it, it, let, let me preface, let me throw a caveat in. It could get done before the NFL draft if, let's say, there's a draft pick involved. Uh, like, for example, we're talking about 2023 second rounder. So that this would 
essentially get done before the NFL draft if this is the situation. But I believe Aaron Rodgers, if he's traded before June 1, there's a 15, there's a 40.3 million dollar cap hit, dead cap hit that goes toward the Packers. So that's why they're probably negotiating how they want to approach this. If he gets cut after June 1, there's there's two cap hits over the course of two years. One's 15.8 mil, the other one's some, something along the lines of 24 mil that gets spread out of, over the course of two years. So there's an advantage for the Packers to trade him before June 1, before the NFL draft, take the one lump sum hit, rebuild a little more than they, they would like in 2023, and then have that off the books for 2024, have Jordan Love one more year prepared. That might be the route they want to take. That might be. So he can't be traded unless the Packers want to take the lump sum hit, which is what we're hearing is maybe in the cards. But if they don't want to take that hit and they want to spread it out, they got to come up with some other different you know situation. So that's what's probably the big hangup. How to approach that. Will Aaron Rodgers be traded before the NFL draft? Or after the NFL draft. Um, my guess is that 2023 second round pick that we're talking about, the, the draft capital in the 2023 NFL draft is going to be important enough for the Packers to say, you know, we'll take the lump sum hit, go ahead. And there's also fine details in contracts that, <laughs> that come out later. So this is what's being reported. It hasn't been reported by too many people, but you're starting to hear about it now that there is a potential June 1 date that is important. So Aaron Rodgers deal potentially in the works now there is some more information in regards to Aaron Rodgers real briefly that uh you know Packers GM talking about how Aaron Rodgers didn't return any phone calls they had to move on we've heard different story a different story from Aaron Rodgers the two sides are telling two very different tales you can choose to believe who you want to believe I I kind of think it's probably somewhere in between I think Aaron Rodgers probably did communicate maybe Aaron Rodgers texted back and they're referencing a call that they called him on like who knows but Aaron Rodgers did make it very abundantly clear that he would come out of the darkness retreat and have potentially an answer very very soon after and that he would let everybody know before the league calendar year the Packers had a different expectation despite Aaron Rodgers literally mapping that out to the public and to the Green Bay Packers and we won't really know who's who's telling the the, the God honest truth about the communication style or the distance between text messages and phone calls and answering phone calls. We'll never know. We could sit here and bicker about who's at fault, who's more likely to have been the problem of this relationship. But what we do know, the none of that matters, right? None of that matters anymore. And I really don't care anymore. I really could care less if Aaron Rodgers dragged his feet. Did a horrible job here. Did a horrible job there. I really don't care because he's going to the New York football Jets. It's going to happen. The Packers speak about it like it's going to happen. There is certainly that vibe of there's no sense sense of urgency. It doesn't need to happen this very second. There is a lot of that going around, but it's going to happen because the Packers either want to use that draft pick in 2023 or they want to move on for Jordan Love's developmental sake. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Because if, if Jordan Love is sitting here watching all this unfold and it continues to linger and linger, it is bad for his development. The Packers have a whole lot of reasons to move on. The Jets have a whole lot of reasons to move on very quickly. It sounds like a deal is getting cooked up. But I just want to say this. I could care less whether Aaron Rodgers dragged his feet or not. Aaron Rodgers walked in 90% wanting to retire. 90%. I don't really blame the Packers for wanting to move on. It was odd to move on in the middle of his darkness retreat. So we can sit here and squabble about whether Aaron Rodgers handled it wrong or the Packers handled it wrong. But the bottom line is he went in and when he came out, there was a decision made to move on. And guess what? He was 90% going to step away when he came out, read the text messages from his good old buddies, Randall Cobb and gang. And they said, hey, guess what? The Packers decided to move on. He said 90%, pull that meter, transfer 90%. Down to 10%, 10% down to 90%, recharge the other side of the batteries and said, I'm coming and I'm coming out of uh, I'm coming out for blood. And I'm gonna I'm gonna show the Packers they shouldn't have put a chip on my shoulder. And I don't care why it happened. I really don't. All I know is Garrett Wilson's going to the moon. All I know is Brees Hall's going to the moon. And all, all I know and all I care about is Aaron Rodgers is going to look fantastic as he heads to the moon in 2023. So enough about Aaron Rodgers. Who bickered about this first? Who started this? I could care less. I don't care. I want Aaron Rodgers in New York. He's going to be in New York. And that's all there is to it. So we're moving on from that topic. And I really don't care about Aaron Rodgers, his approach, what he did wrong, blah, blah, blah. This is, this is Aaron Rodgers time. This is New York Jets football time. Now, 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 now we move on briefly to Lamar Jackson because there is new Lamar Jackson news. Uh, Colts, uh, the Colts, look, the Colts are a player for Lamar. And the verbiage used today at the owner meetings eliminated some teams and, and, and potentially just smoke screened, smoke screen eliminated some teams. And I think we need to we need to remember that this is smoke season. So even in the case of the Washington Commanders, two two personnel, uh, uh, we're talking about GM, we're talking about multiple people, coach, GM, talking about this this situation and saying that we don't see Lamar Jackson as a, a, a piece for our team. So we can pretty much say that the Washington Commanders are out as of this moment. But I will also add this right here, that the, the, the sale, the potential sale of this organization, who's to say that the ownership isn't going to come in and make a decision for the GM and coaching staff and say, look, we want to bring Lamar in. So don't, don't think for a second that this is a closed door, even though we heard directly from GM, coach, staff, personnel, highest ranking personnel we could come across. And ownership doesn't matter, right? Who's to say this isn't going to shift in a different direction? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So we need to keep that in mind that the, the acquisition of this Washington Commander football team could make some, 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 some waves. However, will this be executed before, right after, way after the NFL draft and Lamar Jackson already be on the team? Absolutely. So as it stands right now, the Washington Commanders are probably not a player for Lamar Jackson. They're probably not a player for Lamar Jackson. Um, let, let's let's go to the Colts. The Colts are playing coy. 
The Colts might not be a player for Lamar Jackson. The Colts have the number four overall draft slot, so they're probably looking at Levis. They're probably looking at Levis. They probably very much want to consider Levis at this four overall pick. Colts could trade down, but I believe the Colts, after the 2023 NFL draft, when this pick is no longer in play, this pick has already been used. It's uh, It's been used on a trade down for Jackson Smith and Jigba, whatever. If they don't draft a quarterback, we know that the Colts are potentially still in play for Lamar Jackson, regardless of what answers they give, regardless of this, regardless of that. Their answers didn't close the door much like the Washington Commander answers closed the door at today's owner meeting. So I'm going to say that. But Colts owner did say he doesn't believe, does, does I doesn't believe in fully guaranteed contracts. But Lamar's already said on other occasions or been reported to say that it's not about a fully guaranteed contract. It's about the right amount of guaranteed money. So there are a lot of people speaking for him that he wants only Deshaun Watson's deal, meaning he wants 100% fully guaranteed. I think the owners are going to stand firm. If people say the owners are colluding and locking arms, the one thing I'll say, they're not colluding or locking arms, in my opinion, on a grand scale to not sign Lamar Jackson. I believe they have meetings and discussions, and they are very much in agreement together. This is not the collusion part that everybody speaks of in terms of even speaking to Lamar or wanting Lamar. But I believe there is a general vibe that, hey, we need to make sure we don't put the the, the, the memo out when we, when we give Hertz and Burrow and Herbert Lamar Jackson contracts that fully guaranteed money is a thing because it is not. Maybe a lot of guaranteed money is a thing, but we are not giving fully guaranteed. This is the meeting I'm pretending to, to execute. We're not giving fully guaranteed money on the, across the board. So once we have two or three quarterbacks... Hertz, Burrow, who get a chunk of guaranteed money. We're talking 250 plus. We're talking Deshaun Watson guaranteed money, but not a fully guaranteed contract. Once we set the tone that fully guaranteed is no longer a thing through multiple big name contracts, Deshaun Watson's will be a blip. It'll be a blip on the radar, fully guaranteed. Remember that? Remember, let's play a, a, the boring game, the most uh, boring game in history. Remember when? Remember when Deshaun Watson had his contract fully guaranteed, that's no longer going to be a problem once multiple players sign big guaranteed contract dollar contracts, but they won't be fully guaranteed. Lamar Jackson, hit that thumb up button on your way in the door. Colts owner said, doesn't believe in fully guaranteed money. Doesn't mean he's not going after Lamar. People are going to read into that and say, oh, well, Lamar's only wanting fully guaranteed money. Not true. He wants a lot of guaranteed money. He wants a lot of guaranteed money. So Lamar Jackson, um, we'll, we'll have more on that uh, on that situation later. Um, but uh, it's def- definitely one that uh, one one to watch. I-, I also say this: Lamar Jackson to New England still very much in, in play. And 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 Bill Belichick was ta- was asked the question: what, what what about Lamar? What about Lamar? And instead of saying no, uh, you know, Mac Jones is the guy. What are you crazy? You know, some kind of Bill Belichick answer that could have closed the door. Bill said, "I don't talk about other teams' players." And moved on, which is what I would do. I would change the, the topic. I wouldn't necessarily lie, but I would definitely not answer a question about, yeah, I'm interested in going after Lamar. This was very, very interesting when Robert Kraft said in, in, in that there was a text three or four days ago saying that Lamar Jackson wanted to come to New York. He was reading a text from, from uh, Meek Mill that said uh, that Lamar wanted to come to New England. And Kraft responded that it would be Bill Belichick's decision. Okay. Bill Belichick, we've been talking on this on this show for for about I don't know two, three, four, whatever, two, three weeks, maybe more, maybe less. 
about New England being one of the bigger players later on after the 2023 NFL Draft because we don't anticipate that this 14 overall pick right here is going to be up for grabs, right? So New England's not going to trade for Lamar. They're not going to trade for Lamar before the NFL Draft so that they can utilize the draft capital in the 2023 draft, maybe grab a wide receiver like Jackson Smith and Jigba, Quinton Johnston, or Jordan Addison or Zay Flowers, or maybe they like uh, Darnell Washington, the six foot seven tight end. But guess what happens? Guess what happens the moment we start talking about the draft being over? The, the New England Patriots, who are still going to have the same quarterback situation, it's not they're going to go fill that void and then and then miss out on the Lamar sweepstakes. They have Mac Jones, they have Zappy, and they're probably not ultra excited about the two the combo. And Bill Belichick, after the 2023 draft capital is spent, will I believe be a big player in the Lamar Jackson conversation? Whether he shoots it down real quickly or not is one thing. Whether he potentially uh, figures out a way to go get this guy and, and pair him with the player he drafted in the first round of the 2023 NFL draft. I don't know. Here's the quarterback board in general of all the players that have landed everywhere. I do need to put Tua up here. I have Mike White because he did land there, but Tua's the starter, so I'll put Tua up there. But we've got the landing spots. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, the Jets. Ritter's going to stay in a, a, a Falcon for now as the or stay the main starting quarterback for the Falcons right now. we got Carr as a Saint. we got Jimmy G as a Raider. we got the Colts likely going rookie. we got the Bucks with uh, Baker Baker. Potentially disappointment or touchdown maker. We're not sure, right? Packers going Jordan Love. Seahawks got their boy Geno back. Giants got their boy Danny Dimes back. Howell is getting the full, the full treatment. This is, look, I like Howell a lot. I've said it before. If there's a, a sleeper quarterback hiding in all these quarterbacks in 2023, if there's a breakout quarterback, a sleeper, monster, sleeping giant, not, not to the tune of a top four quarterback, but like a top 10 hiding, hiding monster, it could potentially be Sam Howell. I'm just kidding. I've said this for, for some time. I, I truly believe. I truly believe Sam Howell's got a whole bunch of talent hiding in there and and everyone's just kind of discrediting him, discarding him, ignoring him, just acting like he's trash. He's pretty good. I, I think the upside, the, the the ability, the 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 nuts and bolts are there. Just gotta put it all together, see if it, it holds together. We've got the Texans probably going rookie. Uh, obviously the Panthers going rookie, the Ravens got Lamar now, but what's going to happen with that? And then how is that, that open up the doors? Tyler Huntley going to remain the quarterback. I'll put Tyler Huntley here. If Lamar leaves and the Patriots, uh, you know, right now, Mac Jones, obviously zappy, but I think maybe Lamar just jumped straight down here. That's the quarterback movement board. Um, but this is a very, very interesting piece about Lamar Jackson from, uh, from ownership, uh, in regards craft talking about. Lamar, and it's important to note that Bill Belichick's always liked Lamar Jackson. So anybody that doesn't smell something funny going on, you just don't. You just don't like Lamar. You're just hating on the Lamar situation. You're not excited about Lamar for anything, so you're just not seeing straight. Trey Lance, this is a debacle. This is a debacle. This poor kid. This poor kid. Um, I will say I'll start with the. Let's start with the most recent news. 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan did say Trey Lance has a chance to regain the team starting job with Brock Purdy recovering from elbow surgery. That was the only positive news we've had recently in in terms of Trey Lance because we had nothing but negative over the last like you know d- day and a half. Uh, 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan said Trey Lance and Sam Darnold will split first team reps. 
this is the worst news. This is the news that's a debacle. This is where I, I go on I go on rants about Kyle Shanahan and say he's one of the worst quarterback decision makers we've seen in a in a long time. For for the for the skill level he has as a scheme guy. He's a savant. Like, listen to what I'm saying. Before you keyboard warriors start saying, he was coach of the year candidate. Are you out of your mind? Just listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. Niners were amazing. Niners were amazing because John Lynch executed a Stanford connection trade with Christian McCaffrey and brought him in, which we don't know or not know that Shanahan was even on board for. And so you've got this quarterback, this poor quarterback that played a Houston Texan Week 17 Playoff implication game in one. Did amazing. Came into the 2022 season in a mud bowl in Chicago where no one would have delivered any kind of production. And he comes out of week one. Everyone says he looks like trash. Well, he's playing in a big mud bowl. Okay, and that's his only game. Because the next game in Seattle, or I'm sorry, in San Francisco, and Seattle brought the rain with him. So he had two weather games in a row. He 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 he, he suffered the, the season-ending injury in the game in like the fourth or fifth completion. So Trey's not looked bad on the field. Let's start there. He hasn't looked amazing on the field, but in the Houston Texan game, which which, which was his really only opportunity to look like and be the starter, and then Shanahan ripped it away from him, took the keys out of his Kung Fu grip and said, I'm giving it back to Jimmy G. So if you're going to run your mouth about Trey Lance looking like a bust on the field, have your facts straight. Have your facts straight. You can say he hasn't proven it. Like Lee saying right here, dude has only played one game. That That is an accurate, it's not an accurate statement. He's played more than one game. He played in, like I said, one, that Houston Texan game with playoff implications on the line. So Lee, Lee you gotta, you gotta, you gotta amend your statement. However, he's played very few games. So if your argument is Trey hasn't proven anything yet. That's fine. That's an accurate statement. To say Trey's looked bad on the field, that is not accurate. Because he looked fantastic against the Houston Texans. Won the game. Niners went to the playoffs. His coach ripped him from the lineup irresponsibly. And then he comes into Chicago where no one's playing well, Lee. Not in a mud bowl. There's no way to do anything in that game. He broke his ankle slash foot in the next game for attempts or four completions in or three completions in there's no way to say he busted on the field but there also is no way to say he's done amazing you know he's done well for the small window of time we've looked at even in the preseason game in 2021 he looked pretty decent in a preseason game and and you don't have a lot to go on you don't that's accurate that's an accurate way to evaluate this process but this guy Kyle Shanahan and the Niners decided to trade up and give up and mortgage the future and draft this kid higher than anybody could have ever imagined and then decide to sabotage him, decide to not use him, decide to hold a competition between newly acquired garbage Sam Darnold. Like, this is one of the dumbest ways to support your potential week one starter if you're even interested in starting him, apparently not. 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan said Trey Lance and Sam Darnold will split first team reps this offseason. Dumbest way to approach this situation and one of the very worst quarterback decision makers in the history of coaching in the last decade if you go and look at coaches that are successful. 
and have and, and are good at scheme and actually have a whole lot of talent. This guy's an absolute Shanahan wreck when it comes to quarterback decision making, dragging his feet with Jimmy G for years, practically didn't give him a playbook. They l almost locked him out of the facility. He couldn't even practice with the team. He had to run on the sideline. He gave a goodbye speech. The Niners said bye to him. And Shanahan keeps him through the 2022 season. Which people said, oh, it looked like it was a great idea after all. It wasn't an idea. It fell into place because Shanahan botched it all. It wasn't Shanahan's plan to keep him. Shanahan botched the Jimmy G situation the entire offseason, like he botched the Debo Samuel contract extension, which they could have just gave him early on, but had it had to do it the Niner way. Then what does Shanahan do? Doesn't use him, doesn't use him. And, and, and Brock Purdy, look, Brock Purdy did well. And I even went into Niner live streams multiple times and said, you should bench Jimmy G when he was doing this great amount of, you know, he looked great. He was doing so good, right? Before Christian McCaffrey, everyone thought he was going to be the savior or whatever. I said, bench him. Put in Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy will win you more games than Jimmy G will. I said that. I said that over and over and over. So I want to hear I don't like Brock Purdy. I like Brock Purdy. But Brock Purdy is being anointed the starter. Trey Lance has never got what Brock Purdy's ever what he's got. And I know he proved it on the field and he's won games and, and they're actually absolutely excited about him. But when you come out and you can't even support Trey Lance, listen to what I'm saying. You can't even support Trey Lance over Sam Darnold? You don't know what you're doing at the quarterback position. That's just plain and plain simple facts. It's, that's plain and simple. You could say, hey, I, I would also support Purdy, Smitty. I get that. But for you to say you're going to come out and, and not support him over Darnold? That's bad coaching. That's bad coaching. Uh, and on the Lamar topic again, or, or a couple degrees of separation from the Lamar topic, Justin Herbert is, is the contract extension negotiations are kicking into high high gear. Um, is this Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts is uh, contract extension kicking into high gear, and um, Joe Burrow as well. So we got a whole bunch of a uh, whole bunch of of money that's going to be spent on the quarterback position that is going to change the the landscape for Lamar Jackson. So this guy's going to get his deal. This guy's going to get his deal. And guess what? They're both going to get monstrous contracts. I I would not be shocked if Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts both got well above Deshaun Watson's fully guaranteed money. Their contracts won't be fully guaranteed, but you're going to see you're going to see these two guys set the new bar for guaranteed money amount and and probably going to be north of of 50 mil a year. Like Joe Burrow, you know, if you think Joe Burrow is not getting $230 million guaranteed, you don't know Joe Burrow. You don't know him. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed. If you don't think Jalen Hurts is going to get north of 50 mil or right around 49 to $52 million a season and above the two, well above the 200, maybe 230, fully guaranteed amount of money, then you don't know Jalen Hurts. The tripod, also likened to pyramids in ancient Egypt, are constructed using burrow or hertz, chase or age. So, landscape's going to be reset. Lamar Jackson's contract is going to be reset. And is the team really going to sit there and go, oh, we want to prove a point when what he's asking for is 200, probably 200 million guaranteed dollars 
on whatever length of contract he wants. And these guys are going to come out and get it like that. They're just going to get it like, like that. Granted, I pay Hurts and Burrow more more and faster and, and, and believe in those quarterbacks more than Lamar. I'm not trying to compare the, the amounts of money. I'm just saying that this, we don't want to give Lamar money is what people what people are promoting across the league is going to change. The landscape is going to change. We got more news here. Um, this one here. Oh, yeah. Here's, here's uh, this is a report, too, for anybody wondering about Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, three months after healing, we should have a better idea of whether he's going to be six months away from throwing or eight months. So that that is through week four, potentially, week five. And just because he can throw doesn't mean he'll be fully ready by week four. But we're talking about maybe being ready for week one, which would be a reckless uh, display of protecting your quarterback, which is nothing new in San Francisco because they just throw their quarterbacks to the wolves, right? You want my honest truth? Lamar. You want to win a championship? Listen to the words coming out of my mouth, Niner fans, because I I believe a lot of you are going to believe what I'm saying to be true. If you want one to two, and I'm, I'm not saying one, I'm saying one to two, most likely two championships in the next five or six years, two, two Super Bowl championships, two Super Bowl rings in the next five or six years, go all in on Lamar after the NFL draft. Go all in on Lamar after the NFL draft. If you want to continue to play musical chairs at quarterback, by all means, keep ha- have at it. The Niners have one of, if not the best team from top to bottom in the National Football League, and they continue to struggle at quarterback. And no, it's not dumb luck. It has very much to do with Kyle Shanahan. And if you want to disagree with that, all call in. I don't care. Call in if you want to argue about it. But Kyle Shanahan is the problem. When it comes to quarterbacks, he is, he is, he is. There's no debating it. Call in and try. So we don't know if it's three months or three months. We'll know if it's six months or eight months. So a three month time frame between now and three months, we'll know nothing new. He's in a, 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 a like a, what looks like a Terminator uh, mobilization uh, cast. And we'll know more later on. This piece of news by Matthew Stafford. Are about Matthew Stafford. There's no limitations on Matthew walking into 2023. There's a lot of hate on Matthew Stafford, and I'm not saying I love him from a fantasy perspective or anything. There are so many amazing quarterbacks out there. You don't need to be flirting with a, a Stafford as your fantasy football starter. Two QB leagues, different story. But this is good for Cooper Cup, and I think people writing off Cooper Cup thinking he won't have consistent quarterback play, I think you're not giving enough... Uh, Credit to Matthew Stafford. However, there is some risk and concern. I get that. Oh, surprise, surprise. Michael Thomas is not 100%. I don't I don't know what it is about people that want to believe in Michael Thomas. I, God bless him. God bless him. Let's, let's, let's uh, send him to the moon. To the moon. Um, you deserve it. But if you believe, if you believe in this guy, if you believe in, in this guy, Michael Thomas, and you bank on him in any way, shape, or form, Take a two-mile lapse, maybe disapproves of that. Dumb way to draft or trade. 
There's there's absolutely no reason to be, believe in Mike Thomas on any sort of level in 2023 unless it's your bench wide receiver. One of your bench wide receivers that you're just thinking about maybe becomes valuable later. If you draft this guy to be your wide receiver three, you're just you're you you're you love punishment. You love punishment. You absolutely love punishment. You're admitting to people that you're you you like punishment. There's no reason to believe in this guy that he's gonna stay healthy. Now, do I think he's uh, an added bonus in gravy if, let's say, something you know goes well even for half a season for him? Sure. Like, I want Derek Carr to have another weapon, but Shahid's the real number two wide receiver. Michael, Tom- I've had people say Michael Thomas is the number one wide receiver. I have no idea what people are even talking about. It's Olave season. Olave's a moon man, for goodness sake. The moon man dropping loads in outer space. Olave could have a better season than Garrett Wilson. Let me just say that. Alave could be every bit as good as or better than Garrett Wilson. We're talking about Garrett Wilson and Alave changing of the guard being potentially both top six wide receivers, maybe even both top five wide receivers. And you can smirk all you want and say Alave, Alave, Derek Carr is no good. Just buckle up. Get your popcorn ready. Get it all buttered up. And and Alave's coming for you. Alave's going to look fantastic. Um, So Mike Thomas who? Mike Thomas who? Shahid's better than Mike Thomas right now at this stage in Mike Thomas's career. He was slant boy. He was good at one thing anyway. Like he, he did very, did it very well. Did it very well. But Shahid's better. Shahid's better at this point in Mike Thomas's career. Mike Thomas, the best ability is availability, and Mike Thomas has none of it. He has none of it. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Look, I what did I tell you all? What did I tell you all when Zeke Elliott came out with this? I I'm narrowed down my teams. Hold on. I I I called this. I called this. I called this. I called this. I have an announcement to make. I have this is Zeke Elliott. I have narrowed down. Hold on. Let me change this so it says Zeke Elliott. Zeke. 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 Here we go. Here we go. I have an announcement to make. This is Ezekiel Elliott. I've narrowed down the three teams that I would like, that I will play for. Not like, will play for. And he worded it like that. He didn't word it like, oh, these are the teams I want to talk to. He's, I narrowed down my three teams. I decided I'm going to play, not even cut yet. <laughs> even though everybody, you look at the, the graphic here. You look at the graphic here. And the graphic even has no team attached to Zeke Elliott. He does have a team. He's not officially cut. I've narrowed, this is Zeke Elliott again. I've narrowed down my teams. I'm playing for the Chiefs, the Eagles. Who else is contending? Who am I ring chasing? Uh, the, 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 the Bengals. And who else do you say? The Bills? I don't know. Is They're all the best teams. The four best teams most likely to get a ring. I've gone ahead and nailed it down to those teams. And I'm playing for those teams. And that's it. I'll see you all later. Thank you for, for, for being here. What did everybody do? What did everybody do? Everyone just ran with it. There's reports everywhere. Zeke Elliott's going to be playing for one of the... What did I say? How is this possible is what I said. How is this possible? How do all these teams just happen to believe in Zeke Elliott? How do all these teams already have a an agreement with him to where he just has to pick. He just said, I, I, I've i narrowed my decision down to these four teams. 
Like, he's just going to pick. Like, the contract's already there for, ironically, for all these teams. And then what does, uh, what was it, the Eagles? I think it was the Eagles that came out and said, we have not made any kind of statement or any kind of indication that we are going after Zeke Elliott. These teams have no idea. He's lost his mind. He's lost his mind. He thinks he's going to play for these teams. No, t- These teams don't even know about him. They probably don't even know who he is anymore. Zeke Elliott, could he be well in, let's say, a Bengal uniform? Sure. Could he do okay in an Eagle uniform or a Bill uniform? Could he get eight touchdowns in 500 yards and be some kind of awkwardly decent wide running back you know, flex option? Yeah, 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 yeah. Buffalo could feed him seven or eight touchdowns. Eagles could feed him. Look, Boston Scott can score multiple touchdowns in a football game in that, in that Eagles offense. Boston Scott did. So if you think Zeke can't like walk into the end zone two times, three games in a row and have, you know, have like literally three good games and six touchdowns and three, like it's possible. Like if he went to one of these amazing, dynamic, potent offenses, but Zeke Elliott is a shell of himself. These teams aren't knocking down the door of Zeke Elliott and Bengals coach Zach Taylor uh, asked about the interest in adding Ezekiel Elliott said, there's a lot of great players out there um, that are always available. <laughs> this guy, this guy, I don't understand. I don't understand what people think is going to happen here. Um, this is more of the, this is my boy Raj and his post. I want to give him a little, pro, a little prop here. Kyle Shanahan expects Trey Lance and Sam Darnold to both take first team reps. This is awful news. I don't know what those, I don't know what those comments uh, look like, but I'm sure they're not, they're not great. Twitter blows up in the negative way against the, you know, the Niner fan base blows up. The Twitter Niner fan base is a little bit more, uh, I think, uh, okay with whatever happens and they just support the team. You call it more supportive, not a negative way, but Instagram's a little more supportive. Twitter, they get so mad, they, they voice their opinion. And I can tell you right now that there's probably more anger on Twitter about the Sam Darnold, Trey Lance comment by, by, by Shanahan than there is positivity. I can tell you that for a fact on Twitter. The race between Jalen Hurts, here's that other piece of information. Uh, just The race between Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson is on. Who's getting the big contract? The Chargers and QB, Justin Herbert have opened up contract negotiations and it's going to reset everything. Good luck getting... Good luck getting a guy in a cheap uh, to a ch- in a cheap way. Here's here's what the uh, the owners quarterbacks are going to cost through the roof. They're, the the value is going to go up tremendously. And anybody that thinks Lamar Jackson's asking for too much now, just wait because he's going to ask for a whole lot more. He probably won't get it because his expectations crazy. But but Hertz, Burrow, and Herbert are going to reset the market in a way that's going to rock expectations at the quarterback position for teams. So Lamar Jackson is going to be a steal. Let's say you get him for $145 million fully guaranteed three years. Let's say you revisit the deal that he was offered and he stupidly turned down. Three years, fully guaranteed, 133 mil, 175 if he gets injured. That was the best contract Lamar could have ever seen given his desire to play on a short deal and he's made that clear before and then bank another big deal. He would have been so rich. And I know it's not all about money, but I'm saying if he's wanting the best deal financially, 133 on three years when they would have re-upped after two would have set him up in a way that no other quarterback could be set up. Because guess what? The cap goes up about 20% every two years. So if they if they re-up Lamar heading into his third year of the 133 three-year deal fully guaranteed, he's going to make bank. He's going to make bank. He gets to re-up after a 20% increase in the cap. 
Lamar, Lamar's foolish. Not having an agent is foolish. I don't care what anybody says. Call in. Lamar Jackson's foolish for not having an agent. The NFL uh, owners met today, and here's some of the stuff they discussed. Um, they shot down, oh, first of all, you can wear number zero. You can wear number zero now. That's going to be interesting. Calvin Ridley's already decided he's wearing number zero. Um, I don't know if there are any other players that, that might potentially decide to wear number zero. I imagine I'm not going to go there. I was going <laughs> You guys know where I was going with that. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be a nice guy today. I want to be a nice guy. Number zero is up for grabs if anybody wants to wear it. It's a cool number, though. It's a cool number. Um, there'll be a lot of jokes about it, though. There are going to be a lot of memes inbound. Incoming memes loading right now about zero. Who's wearing number zero? Well, there's a lot of candidates for number zero. Oh, I'll leave it alone. Um, they also shot down the whole uh, roughing the passer replay thing. Um, so there, there, there's you know not a whole lot that, that went on at this owner's meeting. Um, it was more so finding out information about this and that and all these, you know, all these conversations about Lamar and Aaron Rodgers and, and quarterbacks and, and everything you, we just went over. Everything we just went over, the Brock Purdy, the Trey Lance situation, all that. Uh, phone lines are open, dial Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. This message is from Kevin. If you want to be a, uh, an Instagram voice message lever on the daily, leave me daily voice messages that I'll play on this show. And I'll even hold down the record button with my answer so you don't have to hunt through the live stream. But you'll also hear it on the live stream. So you get both. Here we go, Kevin. Smitty, what you think about the Irv Smith signing uh, today for the Cincinnati Bengals? Could uh, this uh, mean that Cincinnati might be looking for a running back if they feel good enough with Irv Smith and he's he's healthy? Uh, potentially. I mean, you look at the NFL draft, uh, and it was a, it's a decent signing. It's it's nothing crazy. I've never loved Irv Smith, but you look at the Bengals at number twenty eight overall. Now you know that they're not potentially looking at a a, a tight end, or maybe they are. I think Darnell Washington, you don't pass on if you see him sitting there anyway. But yeah, maybe they go Jameer Gibbs, maybe they go Charbonnet, maybe they wait until the second round to grab a Bigsby. I think uh, I think Mixon's very much on the hot seat to get released. And I know a lot of people disagree with that, but you can disagree with it all you want. It's 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 a fact that they're strongly considering releasing him. And you could say, oh, he's you know Mixon's got such a bad rap. He was all the Chargers were dropped. Like it's not just about that. Like some of it might be. We don't know behind closed doors how they feel about Mixon and. The whole situation before that, when he was uh, brandishing a weapon and all that, that was the whole, you know, those charges got dropped, but th- that was legit. That situation was legit. The the house being taped off the next, like, week or whatever it was, was the next week, a couple weeks later, a week later, that was, he was proven not to be there, I suppose. But, you know, it's still, it's still a situation regardless of any of that, where his mileage is crazy, his drop-off is real, and they want to potentially move on with a younger running back. They might bring in said younger running back and keep mixing, Maybe they restructure him. I don't know. Pay cut. I don't know. But but Mixon's certainly on the hot seat. Uh, so I would say uh, I didn't hold down the button. I said I would. Kevin, I'm sorry. Kevin, uh, you can listen to my whole explanation 42, 41 minutes into the show. I start answering your question. But I'll say in general, I think, yeah, I think the Bengals are going potentially at 28 overall looking at running backs. And they may try and grab a, another running back later. Mixon's definitely on the hot seat to get, to get uh, released. Go check it out. Uh, Denny, live on the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty, how you doing, buddy? What's up, Denny? Long time no talk. Lamar's going to get a better contract. 
Lamar, better contract? Well, I mean, he's where going to get himself a better, a, a better offer. Where, where is he going, Denny? Oh, I don't know. Colts, yeah. Redskins. Uh, the 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 commanders said they're out. Atlanta. Commanders said they're out. Uh-huh. However, the commanders are are getting acquired. Uh, Denny, I'm gonna say behave. Last time you were on here, you I don't know if you remember, but you were you were uh, you were a little little wild. So just keep keep it as clean as you can, okay, pal. Um, All right, I'll do that. I'll, yeah. I apologize. Yeah, I don't. You probably don't remember it, but it was uh, it was a wild night. Um, yeah. Everybody loves you though, Denny, and they're glad you're back. The chat's gonna blow up. They're I love like, everybody. They're gonna Thanks, say everybody. De- De- Denny's back. Denny's back. Um, I, look, heard Bruce, I heard Bruce sleeping the other the other day, and, and I was laughing. I, I I don't know if he did. They get a hold of Brucey. Yeah, I got a hold of Brucey. He's good. Bruce, he's good. I have not heard from Isaac yet, though. Isaac, if you're in the chat, please let me know. Isaac fell asleep on the show. I don't know. Like I said, D- Denny, you can answer this question for me. Is it that my show is so boring that we've had three people fall asleep on the phone line before, or is it because I'm tucking people in at night doing a good deed? It, 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 it's it's not the boring part. It's because you've got a little bit of everybody out there. You know, you got some people that, you know... Are, just everybody I, loves the show, I, I, but you got some people that are tired. Some people, you know, uh, some people are crazy. Who knows? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think ultimately I'm doing a good deed. I think I, this is a soothing show. People listen to us when they go to bed. We put people to sleep <laughs> because I tuck people in at yeah. night. Smitty tucks you in at night. That's one of the slogans of the show going forward. Um, hold me, hold me in the darkness. Yes. Uh, so, so I, I will say I believe Lamar will get offers after the NFL draft because, like I've said a thousand times over, I think these teams that are interested with these high draft picks right here, they don't want to surrender these top 10, top 14 overall picks. New England, as an example, doesn't want to surrender that number 14 overall. Why would New England want to give up the 14 overall when they can just wait a month, a little there over a month, I'm a Pats fan. and then trade you know, I, I a 24, seen. 25 first rounder future first rounders for Lamar and use the 14 overall pick. So interest will start to pick up, but, but bro, it, uh, some of this is on L- Lamar. Not having an agent is a dumb move. It's a dumb move. Hey, hey, I'll go with you. I mean, obviously uh, you, you, you know what you're talking about, but I still, I think even you and I or Bruce or Isaac could still get a better offer. Yeah. I think Not, Isaac is asleep. Bruce is asleep. Could could definitely get a uh, they, they could work they could work a better deal than this partner he's got that's trying to negotiate for him reportedly. Um, I, I ki- still have I, faith. I, kid, but... I still have faith in Mac Jones. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I still have faith. In, I have one more year of faith in Mac Jones with the new system. I don't I don't know if Juju Smith's gonna make a big a big I, difference. I think somebody Bill, else in there. I think Bill Belichick's got the cojones to go after. Lamar Jackson and 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 you saw my report here I don't I don't know if I have it uh man I don't know where I put it is it right here oh man where is that there's a report I have here where um Kraft said that it's up to Bill Belichick and so yeah I saw that Kraft I know exactly I saw the quote Kraft is game for Lamar wait he's game because of a uh that was because of a a Meek Mills because Meek Mills is is Kraft's boy right he's the one that put out that because he's 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 friends with Lamar hey if if Mills wants him then Kraft wants him that's the way bro that's the way broskies work and so this this guy Kraft is already Kraft approved (laughs) 
a Lamar Jackson's acquisition or offer sheet situation. And all Bill Belichick has to do is pick up the phone and think about it, Denny. Think about it. If you're Bill Belichick, Denny, if you're Bill Belichick, if you're Bill Belichick, why on earth do you want anybody to know that after the NFL draft, you're going after Lamar Jackson? You're going to be as you poor he as doesn't know. He doesn't. He doesn't play that. He he, he plays his cards tight to his chest. Yeah, what's Absolutely. he going to do? Oh, you're, you're, look, you're, we're definitely interested. We're going to take a look at it. Just so anybody, <laughs> anybody out there watching no. right now, uh, go ahead and co- jump in and compete with us for Lamar Jackson. Anybody interested in Lamar, whether it's the Colts p- playing coy, whether it's the Falcons playing really coy about we can't offend Ritter, all this stuff you've heard about that. You don't know what's going to yeah. happen. You don't know what's going to happen. Look at the disrespect that Trey Lance is getting from his organization. You think teams are scared of, of making that? Ritter How mad? Do you feel about, why is it, why is that? What is that? A personal thing between him and uh, him and Coach, or what? I look. I don't understand why Trey Lance is completely just discarded. You, you spent so much draft capital on him. It's ridiculous, Denny. It's ridiculous. And here I Poor am. Trey I mean, trade him. Trade him. I picked up. I picked up Brock for a song and a dance in two dynasty leagues. So I'm I'm biased, but it still doesn't. Looking at it, in, you know, outside of my team, which would be great to just say, okay, now he's a starter. You know what I mean? Because I I, look, I got Wentz who's going to be gone. You know, I got guys that are on their way out. Look, Denny, Denny. Let me make this abundantly clear now. I, I don't right. disagree with liking Purdy over Trey. I don't. If I that, if that's the argument, I'm fine with that. Look, Purdy proved that's himself. Not he proved himself. Like, yeah. what, what are you going to say? Right. But when you have Purdy probably not ready for week four, and you come out and say things like, Purdy's earned the start. Like, just leave, leave that quiet. Leave that quiet. Let yeah, Trey Lance get his best shot together. And go after this thing mm. so you can win. And why on earth do you say that Trey's taking mm. first team reps with Darnold? Like I get it. Mm. You could support Purdy because Purdy won a, a, a what eight games looked amazing. I get it. I get yeah. it. But why can't you support Trey at least over Darnold? Why can't you at least support him over Darnold? What What is your problem with this kid? And if you if you have yeah. a problem with it, and you clearly do, Shanahan. Send him packing. And you know what? There's also that news, too. We haven't touched on it on this show, but we did on another. When Kyle Shanahan or when 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 uh, John Lynch was asked about whether the team would be open to trading Trey Lance, he said, we'll always listen to offers. What was what happened yeah. when they were asked about would you trade? What are these rumors about Ayuk being traded? Oh, we're not trading Ayuk. Okay, so let me get this straight. Yeah, read between the lines. Read between the lines. We won't trade Ayuk. Oh, heck no. No, we're not trading Ayuk. Are you out of your mind? What about Trey Lance? We'll listen to anything. We want to keep Trey Lance. He's a good buddy, good pal. It's not healthy. Good buddy, pal. It's not healthy, it's not healthy for the team. No. It's not, no matter what. It, it, otherwise, you unless you have something lined up already uh, and Trance, uh, uh, Lance knows about it, I don't know. The same thing happened with the Pats, kind of. Remember that whole zappy thing with the Pats? And, 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 and um, he... Uh, he went out. Um, Mac went out, and, and he, he had a couple of bad, bad. Sets. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. And he benched him in front of everybody, and that was, dude, that was a huge statement right there. That's that's bad. Uh, it's kind of on the same line, I think. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll give you that because Mac Jones was same draft class, drafted, you know, high. I get it, but but 
at least yeah. you know Trey Lance is competing with Darnold, Darnold, and I you know I'll go as far as to say this, and, and it, it this, this like this is this is a win a league, this is a this is a potential, I would say, salvaging move, and I know a lot of people are gonna not agree with this and I don't really care like I, I care I care about what my people oh. think my good people but I mean if there's haters that are gonna drop you know whatever I could care less this is how I feel I've been doing this for 20 oh. years am I right all the time yeah, no I'm but, to get your opinion but, I mean but, that's why but, we want your opinion listen to this if I'm right, the, if I'm the Niners if I'm the Niners I trade away all right. Trey Lance I get mm-hmm. you could get some sort of first round pick whether it's a 2024 first rounder Whatever. Could you get a late 2023 first rounder? I bet you could. I bet you could. You could even get a conditional turns into a first rounder if he starts so many games or whatever. Okay, yeah, if, you're gonna, if, you're, like if you're not gonna if you're not gonna use him. I get it, but if you're not gonna use him anyway, what do you do then? What do you do if you don't have Trey Lance? Why why not trade away why would you not trade away Trey Lance? Because you're worried about Brock Purdy. Okay, but you're already saying you might want to start start Darnold. You know what I would do if I was the Niners? I'd bring in Cam Newton and Darnold to back up Brock Purdy. Oh, and and I know I, I know everyone's gonna say Cam Newton. I know everyone's gonna say Cam Newton's washed. But let just close your eyes for a minute. Close your eyes for a minute. Picture all right. Picture Cam Newton doing what Jimmy G did. Okay, you're throwing a very short pass. Design runs to Debo Samuel. You're running in five and seven yard untouched touchdown runs. You're throwing the ball very short yard. This is, and, and, and I'm not saying he's the starter. I'm saying he's your Trey Lance replacement because you're so inept about what your quarterback room really looks like. You're leaning toward Darnold anyway. I, I, I just think that if, if, if Cam Newton, let me ask you a question. If Cam Newton had to start two games for the Niners, uh-huh. And just facilitate with the defense leading the way, having all those offensive weapons. Do you really think Cam Newton could win two or three games if he got shoved I've into that nine? I've do some pretty bad stuff. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen – he could probably – honestly, just, just between him running the ball and throwing screen passes, I I don't know. I, I would hope that he can maintain it. They still got Kittle too, right? So – I, I I just I, I, I think people are underestimating what a a, I think people are under, underestimating what a quarterback with his skill set to run the ball and to, to to facilitate very short you know passes could do in a Niners system. I I just I think everybody's forgetting that if you put him in the Niners system, it's going to be different than if you did. put him anywhere else. And in his ability it's to run different. the ball with that offense, hand the ball off to Christian McCaffrey and just be a presence, be a big presence, be a potential goal line threat. This guy could score 12 touchdowns on, on eight or 10 games in the, in a Niners uniform. If he had to play, if he had to play, so what, it, what was so the alternative? What What's the alternative? Do you not like Purdy? You don't like Purdy then? I mean, I'm no, just asking. Danny, you're not, Danny, you weren't listening to what I said. This is the problem. I, when, I no, no offense, but this is the problem. When I bring up Cam Newton, People run their mouth, not you, Denny, specifically, but people run their mouth about how I'm saying that Cam should be the starter. I'm not saying Cam should be the starter. I'm saying if Trey's not your starter and Trey's competing for the backup job and Brock Purdy's not able to come into the lineup yet, you you shove Cam Newton out there for two, three games. That's why I asked you, do you think you could win two or three games with Cam Newton? 
That's why I asked. This has nothing to do with Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's the starter. Brock Purdy's the future. The team's already made that abundantly clear. So why hold on to Trey Lance? I didn't know that he wasn't going to be ready. I I mean, I thought it was just some random scenario. I didn't know that you were saying Brock wasn't going to be ready for week one. Denny, if Trey Lance Lance gets you a first-rounder, and you're not going to use Trey Lance anyway, you're very clear about that. I'm talking about Shanahan. Why would you not no. want Cam Newton and Darnold versus Trey and Darnold when you're going to sabotage Trey anyway and you get a first rounder? You turn that into an offensive oh. lineman. You turn that you into an. Ab- yep. Yeah, get 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 whatever you can for Trey Lance. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And throw in throw in at, with, with the great I, offense I, I, like I that. Just, I guess throw, I just in, wish, throw in anybody. I just wish people would hear me when I say it. When I say Cam Newton, all they hear is Smitty thinks Cam Newton's better than Purdy, just like you did. And I, I don't. I, I understand why your your mind goes there. You just you, people aren't patient. They don't. They don't hear the whole topic. They don't hear what I'm saying. I'm not All saying right. Cam I, Newton starting multiple games. Saying. I'm saying this is your Josh Johnson. What well, if you would have had Cam Newton instead of Josh Johnson? Do you think Cam Newton would have won that game? I mean, let, let's be real. Let's be real. If Cam yeah. Newton was under center. <clears throat> Instead of Josh Johnson, the Niners would have won. Johnson. The Niners okay, would have went to the I, I, I Super Bowl. Cam Newton and Josh Johnson, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and whatever. I didn't even remember his name, but he was, yeah, he was completely useless. He was absolutely useless. Yeah, and, and, I and mean, Jay Claus says no one's given a first rounder for Trey Lance. It could be a conditional first rounder or a future first. I agree, probably not a, f- a first rounder in this draft, future, but future first. It, it could be a future. I don't hate Trey Lance. I still give Trey Lance a. I still give him a a, a a chance in the league somewhere. But yeah, get something for him. Get get what you can. Future yeah. first rounder. All right. What else you got, uh, Denny? One thing, one thing. Denny, I'm um, glad. I'm glad you called. Oh, uh, hey, it's good talking to you. Thanks. You know, and uh, yeah, no, it's a great show. I, I, I'm, I'm glad. I apologize. I, I get you know. We I, move I, on. I hit I hit the chance a little hard. But, we yeah, move right, on. Don't worry about it. I appreciate it. Uh, I liked uh, when you were talking about Zeke and Zeke just saying how he, he just ran into go with those four teams. But there was one other little side story to that that was funny. And I think, why do I want to say? Somebody could correct me here. But, uh, I, was it, was it, did, did he say the Jets and then Brees Hall like, tweeted, we good over here? Somebody said, we good over here. And then the, and then about. the um, it's funny. It, it'll come up. It, it was against. What's he talking about? It was no, about the Zeke about. naming Zeke naming the four teams like he was like they were oh, just yeah, right yeah. there for him to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Zeke Elliott. And, and then hey. I, I swear, I think one, but one of them, one of them said, uh, "Oh man, was it Priest? Because he doesn't seem like that type of guy." Or was it uh, anyway? One of the backs to the team, you know, the, the, the hey, head running hey, back said, "We good over here." Hey, Denny. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna what? play something for you. Are you watching the show or no? <clears throat> yeah, I'm watching it, but I turned it down. Okay, well, j- just you don't have to turn it up. I don't want the the feedback, but uh, Mitch wants to let you know about some breaking news, and I'm gonna hit a button to explain it. There's a, a report out that Brees Hall's eight feet tall. Brees Hall is eight foot tall. He will always answer the mother freaking call. Don't let him fall. In the third, don't stall. Just give Batman the freaking football. He's brief. He's brief. He does a hole of a job. A hole of a job. A hole of a job. Brees 
asshole, please report to the moon. He does a hell of a job. Just to let everybody know, uh, regardless of the instructions that uh, Denny was given, he talked the entire time through that, which is fine, Denny. We, we expect nothing less from you. We appreciate you. Denny, don't change for anybody. Um, I'm sorry. Stay golden, pony boy. <laughs> All right, Denny, appreciate you. Call back in any time. You got something else you want to add? Dial right back in. I'm here for a little while. All right, brother. Good talking to you. Later. Take care, everybody. Later. Good to be back in. Bye. I admit, I didn't answer his call for a while. He went a little rogue on one of the live streams. Um, <laughs> I'm like, Denny, I'm going to press a button. You going to watch it? Okay, here you go. Whole time, he's like, oh, there's Skrillex. <laughs> Breeze all. He's, I don't know, Smitty. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, let's get another phone call here. Let's get another phone call here. Uh, Brian, what's up? Appreciate you. Uh, J. Claus, hope he comes back playing as well as he was. I believe he will. Brees Hall is eight feet tall. There's reason to believe that he'll answer the call. Give Batman the ball. Um, I think we covered a lot of news. We covered a lot of news. Denny, there's a lot of people listening. It's hard to tell if you're joking. Denny's hard to joke. Uh, or hard to Yeah, it's hard to tell if he's joking or serious. I agree. Get breached. Um, let's take two more callers, three more callers. Let's get a little panel going, and then we'll we'll jump off uh, probably in about 10, 15 minutes. So jump on a, a panel call. Let's go. Dial in. How high do you take Bijan in a standard draft? What's your top seven in standard scoring? Um, top seven, I, I mean, it just depends, bro, on scoring and you know, like lineup. I mean, you know, lineup requirements is a three wide wide receivers is a two. Um, but Bijan is. I would take him at six if I had to. I'd take him at six if I had to. I would try not to. Obviously, you don't want to take him any higher than you need to. But I absolutely would take him at six. I've done it, and I, I'm not apologetic apologetic of it. But you got to understand the context of that. Um, Ron, try him one more time. I, I don't know why it's not letting me answer with this color on here. Uh, you're live on the fantasy football show. Hey, what's going on, Smitty? What's up? Who is this? Uh, it's uh, Patrick from Ohio. Patrick. I'm in the chat as uh, the Patrick Oz one. All right, the Patrick. What's up, the Patrick? Uh, this is my first time being able to catch you live, but I spent like hours today watching a whole bunch of your uh, videos, getting ready for fantasy coming up. I want to rapid fire uh, a couple points. I don't think Lamar is going anywhere. I think he's going to stay there in Baltimore. I think eventually there's going to be a coming to Jesus moment. Yeah. Uh, hey, Patrick, call back uh, in one second. For some reason, it's not letting me answer everybody else's call with your line, uh, your phone call. So hold on. When you when you hear me get, uh, I want uh, everybody else to dial in real quick again. I had, uh, uh, what's his name, from Massachusetts call in, my boy. Uh, Ron tried dialing in again. Um, I think Mario tried dialing in. Once we get a couple people on, Patrick, try dialing in again, okay? I just need to, for some reason, right, you're, you're, I'm having problems with your line. But uh, as soon as you hear people on the line, call right back in. But please call back in. All right, Chad. All right, uh, so dial in again, um, Stephen and Ron and Mario. I, I missed your calls. I was trying to answer it. it just Sometimes when, when I'm, I've got a certain person's phone line connected, it doesn't let me, like, patch in other people. It's weird. 
What what's up, Smitty? Dynasty Christian Watson or Brandon Ayuk? Uh, easiest question I've been asked in probably a month, bro. Christian Watson by a mile. I'm not saying Ayuk doesn't have talent. I just that's an easy call for me. I think I think Watson is going to the moon. Uh, Mario, try dialing in. Stephen from Massachusetts and Ron Navy are on the line. Let's start with Stephen. Stephen, what do you got? What do you got for me? Hey, Smitty, what's going on? What's up, pal? Uh, just wanted just wanted to talk to you because uh, I don't know if you heard there. Cause I don't you you're talking you just talking about the 49ers earlier. Uh, I didn't know if you heard. Uh, this is um, Pro Football Talks. Uh, Mike Michael Florio and uh, Chris Sims. They, there's actually like a video out of this that they're talking about like the whole Trey Lance stuff. And uh, one of the names that they brought up is that I guess like the 49ers uh, might actually be interested in Kirk Cousins because he restructured, I believe he restructured his contract and they might look into uh, possibly trading for Kirk Cousins. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. So I'll say that I don't know that it's a likely situation. Uh, Mario, appreciate you calling back. Uh, hang tight there, Mario. I'll get to you in one second. And, and uh, the Patrick, dial in again, pal. I think you're ready to, we're ready to add you. Um, I think it's not a likely situation because of the way the Vikings have, have answered the question before based on what would the Vikings do? Like, are you talking about Trey Lance? Like they're not going to want to go into an unknown situation when they've got a quarterback and an offense is totally, you know, what, whether they drop the ball yeah. in the playoffs or not, they're vibing, you know, they've got this vibe, they're high octane. You don't know if Trey can maintain that. I'm not saying Trey can't, but you know what you've got right now in cousins and you know what's going on with that situation. So I think it makes 0% sense, but I will say okay. that I would, would say would that. So it's just a bunch of talk, just a bunch of, you know, just trying to create, yeah. you know, buzz. But I will say that, well, that, I, that Shanahan has had a love for Kirk Cousins, though, from the beginning of time. Yeah. And so that's his favorite quarterback in the National Football League. If you could give, this is why Kirk, I'm not, no offense, Ron, on this, earmuffs, Ron. I'm not, this is not a knock on Kirk Cousins per se. But if you could give Kyle Shanahan his choice of any quarterback in the National Football League, he would bypass Jalen Hurts. He would bypass, he probably wouldn't bypass Mahomes out of pressure. But he bypassed almost every other quarterback and attacked Kirk Cousins. That's his favorite quarterback in the National Football League. And not to say he doesn't have good taste in, in, in Kirk Cousins in that respect, but like he's a good quarterback. He's done well. But like he doesn't, he knows the quarterback position. Like it doesn't, he doesn't know the quarterback position. He passed on Patrick Mahomes. Um, the way he's botched every quarterback decision he's had to he's had to make. He's not good with making personnel decisions around the quarterback. He he passed on Tom Brady. He passed on Patrick Mahomes. He passed on, it ended up being a good thing, but Deshaun Watson. But talent-wise, he shouldn't have passed on Deshaun Watson. He This is a guy that doesn't know quarterback talent for the life of him or when, or when to deploy it. So that's not a knock on Kirk Cousins. It's just saying that he's he's been infatuated with Kirk Cousins as the number one quarterback in the National Football League. So the Vikings aren't going to do it, though. There's just no no way right. that makes any sort of sense for their offense. It, you well, know, and, I guess I guess like that's that's why uh, like you talked about just now that uh, Kyle Shanahan loves uh, Kirk Cousins. They said that that's why they thought it was like a possibility because I mean I don't know if, if like Kyle will connect. Like I, mean, I don't like Michael Florio. He, he does have, like, some good, like, NFL sources, I mean, because he does cover the league. And I don't know if he was hearing from, like, the NFL owners meetings or anything, if he, if those guys, like, heard, like, people talking about it. But, like, I, I, I guess, like, that what they're saying is that they heard from, like, the 49ers camp that they were looking into Kirk Cousins. And I guess, like, that would 
So he, he saying like what you said is that they would trade uh, Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance for uh, possibly Kirk. Cousins. I don't. Th- I, I don't think they'd want Trey Lance. But here's like a scenario: if you said, "Hey, force a scenario on me, Smitty, come up with something," then I, I would probably say right. that that it would be, let's say, you get rid of Kirk Cousins and you bring in Lamar Jackson. But Lamar doesn't even fit the offense. But I, I'm just saying, if you wanted me to force a, a way to get into a good quarterback, I'm not saying Trey can't be a good quarterback, but you would have zero desire to replace a, a, a proven commodity to the tune that Kirk Cousins is playing at right now, whether you love him for the future or not, the only option would be to go for a quarterback like Lamar and not like a Trey. You could, you just be taking such a, a big step backwards when you, in your mind, you think you can win the division and the Vikings could arguably win the division. Like you have a competitive team. This is similar to the Titans though. So let's just act, let's not act like it's not possible that the teams do bad things. The Titans got rid of AJ Brown when they had just they were just the division winner. They still had a team that could potentially make a a, a pretty deep uh, playoff run, and they got rid of AJ Brown in the middle of it and just completely completely dismantled all their momentum and ability to do anything. So is it possible? I mean, bro, anything can happen. I didn't think Tyreek Hill would get traded. I didn't think uh, Adams would necessarily get traded. There's a lot of things that happened in the past that we didn't see coming. So, you know, if they've got some plan of attack and they love Lamar Jackson in a way we don't really, we aren't really thinking about, is it possible? Sure. But is it for Trey Lance? I highly doubt you're going to take that gamble as a Minnesota Viking uh, club. There's just no yeah. way on that. I got frozen. Uh, no, like, I, like I said, I mean, I, I know those, are the, those, those guys, uh, they, they did bring that up. So that's why I just figured I'd just bring it up to the table because, I mean, I I know that like sometimes like Who's hold on hold on Stephen? Who's 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 talking in the background? I got I got someone talking in the background. Why is that? Is that the three one five caller? Uh, you guys. Stephen's trying to make a point, and he's hearing about some grocery order. Um, <laughs> let's go. Let's go to the three one call three one five caller real quick. Who who am I talking to? Well, since you're there. I'm Smitty. I'm terribly sorry. Oh, it's okay. I had, my, I had my phone on speaker, and then my wife opened up the hard slider it, and asked me to I'm, I'm just playing with you. I don't. I honestly don't care. It's funny. Uh, what, what's, what's your name, bro? My name's uh, Bill Hickok. Bill. Bill. What's up, Bill? Bill, we appreciate you. Bill, don't don't apologize for being Bill. You're, you just be who you okay. are. If you, if you're the guy that calls up and your wife's talking in the background and you're you're ordering a uh, you know food that's that's you, Bill. What can we what can we do for you, Bill? <laughs> no, I just want to call. Be like you've been like spot on. I'm kind of Smitty biased now. I just really am. I, I just appreciate you know, that, Bill. I've been doing all these these best ball drafts and every I've been having an absolute ball with this and have learned so much. Appreciate I you, Bill. Oh. Bill, what do you yeah. think about Lamar? Where is he going? Lamar, I, I man, I, I see that I, I couldn't agree more with you know about the whole you know he needs an agent thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like that—that's like walking into a courtroom. You did something really wrong, and you need a good defense lawyer. You know, or you need a lawyer. You need representation. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just you need representation. You it's know? like it's and even like said, even better is the, even better is the doctor example. Like 
I could understand someone wanting to represent themselves in court on a small thing that would cost them tons of money, you know, like that, that that I understand. So I I kind of understand a player with a small contract that doesn't need the, to, to navigate rough waters, treacherous waters, trying to represent themselves. Like that makes sense. You know, Hey, this guy needs to save a buck. You can't get an agent or there goes a bunch of his money. Yeah. But like Lamar's dealing with one of the biggest contracts and situations we've seen in a long time, especially with this non-exclusive tag. This is waters we haven't seen navigated really in, 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 in any kind of recent memory whatsoever. So when he got slapped with the non-exclusive tag, it was so unusual and out of the norm that we didn't even know how yeah. to predict the reactions. And the reactions have been nothing like even I expected. I admit I've been wrong. I thought he'd have two, three, four offers. I thought non-exclusive tag meant he would be gone, lickety-split. But it's we haven't seen this with a quarterback happen in so long that now all of a sudden he has we we don't even know we don't even know if it's just going to happen at all, let alone before the NFL draft. By the way, Bill, you were you were coined Wild Bill, so your new nickname is Wild Bill. Uh, Wild Bill, hold yeah, on one I'm one second. Wild Bill, that's what I go by that on on best ball. I'm, I'm Wild nice. Bill. <laughs> uh, Ron Navy, you're up. Hold on. Hang, hang right there, Bill. Hang right there. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to take my phone off speaker so I don't. <laughs> well, we, you know, if it's interesting, put it on speaker. But, okay, hang tight real quickly. Ron Navy. Hey, Smitty. What's up? <laughs> I woke up to hear Denny. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was dead sleeping. And I, I hear Denny's voice, and I wake up, and there's Denny on the show. I'm like, yeah, oh. I, I answered I, to I see if late. he's. I answered to see if he's behaved. He seemed pretty behaved, so we, we went ahead and went with it. <laughs> That's crazy. I hadn't heard Denny in a long time. What do you got? What do you got today, Ron? That's about it. I don't have nothing because I missed most of the show. So okay, more recap. Well, you can chime in when you hear something. Mario, you're live. Later. No, Ron, stay there. Stay there on the panel there. You still there, Ron? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, okay. Um, chime in whenever you have something you want to input or, or add input with. Uh, Mario, what do you got? What do you got for Ron and me? What do you got for Ron, me, Stephen, Wild Bill? Wild Bill. Funny enough, I'm in the Hello? Mario? Hello? Please hold for Smitty. Please state your name. Uh, Muted Mario. Muted muted Mario. Mario, what can we do for you, Muted Mario? Uh, Yeah, my bad. I'm driving, and I I thought I hit the unmute button. Yeah, be safe. fumbled the bag. Be safe, <laughs> muted Mario. Be safe. What can we do I'm for you? Um, I forgot why I called. Funny enough, just like the same situation as Ron, as soon as I tuned into the show, I heard Denny, and I was like, ah, we let we let Denny back in the house now, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I wasn't uh, sure. Nice, nice off to start. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I got a Denny theme song. Hang tight, guys. Let me hit it. He's, He's Denny. Denny. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Denny. <laughs> Denny. Okay. Uh, what, what, uh, Mario, if you want to chime in whenever you got some, uh, Steven. 
I know, Mar- Mario, you said you yep. forgot about what you want to talk about. Just chime in if you guys want anything. Ron, interrupt. Mario, interrupt. Uh, Steven, what else you got? Uh, I just wanted to know if you file like anybody's like mock draft because um, I guess like uh, that guy, uh, Mike Cannonbaum, who basically got fired. But I mean, I don't really trust. Uh, he said that Hayden Hooker could go, could possibly go uh, in his mock draft. He has Hayden Hooker going all the way up to like five to, to the Seahawks and, and backing up like Geno Smith. Um, I'll say this: he's coming off an ACL tear. Uh, there's a lot of reasons to be worried about uh, Hayden Hooker. But I do think Hooker's got a lot of potential. Um, we put him in the we, we put him in the uh, the episode five of the fantasy football intern for a reason, you know, because a it's a funny name, uh, b you know he is a very very kind of unique and and kind of underdog QB four five you know of this draft class. But he's going to need some time. I think Geno Smith in that situation that would be a good situation for him because he could, you know, he, he wouldn't need to be used for a while, but. I don't know that you would do that if you just signed Geno. It's kind of like when Aaron Rodgers, when you drafted Jordan Love, it was like spitting all over Aaron Rodgers. I, I think it would be one thing to take Hooker like in the uh, in the second round, you know, because of the ACL tear. Maybe he falls. I think that's a really, yeah. really aggressive ranking to have him in the top five or six. I think that's overly aggressive. Could he climb yeah. into like the fifteen to eighteen range, maybe even ten to twelve? I, I certainly think it's possible. And if he didn't tear his ACL, he might be arguably the second or the third or fourth best quarterback in this draft class. But it is what it is at this point, and I don't know that uh, I don't know that it'd be smart for Seattle to take him. I think that would be that's too high a draft capital, man. F- five overall. What do no, you? I, what, what? I just I don't really trust him. Like, like so. No, I, like, I know. One, he had he he had, he had uh, Bryce Young, and then I, I remember he he had like Will uh, Will Levitt. And uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he had C.J. Stroud. I forgot who he had him going going to. But then, like, he had, like, uh, Anthony Richardson, like, all the way as far as, like, 11. And I'm just – and I've seen, like, what you have seen, too, is that that uh, he's been go- – uh, Hooker has been going in, like, the second or third round on, like, mock drafts because, like, the ACL thing. Yeah. So I, that's why I thought it was kind of aggressive for that guy to just be like, oh, hey, he's in the top five. Yeah. Hey, guys, we're doing underdog drafts tonight. Underdog uh, code is, is being dropped in the live – chat right now i'm gonna pin it so if you guys want to be in the live drafts tonight we might do our very first uh i've got this jersey here this garrett wilson signed autograph jersey look at this bad boy garrett wilson autograph signed jersey um i got a video on that that i'll play in a little bit but we're gonna do our very very first um garrett wilson jersey giveaway league and essentially what we're gonna do is gonna do private drafts these will not be the um the big board drafts these will be private drafts we'll make them like three dollars or five dollars or whatever probably be the five dollar drafts and the the prize money is not big on these drafts but it'll be a way to get us all in a private league on underdog doing a five dollar you know private draft and in that private draft i will accumulate the draft links for every single one of them leading into kickoff of week one and the person that scores the most points in weeks one through 14 will get this, among other things that I'll give away, like uh, membership to the Fantasy Football Show and all that. But this uh, uh, this right here, this Garrett Wilson jersey, is being given away to the winner of, of this uh, private draft. So we'll do one of those private drafts tonight. We'll also do one of the $10, uh, uh, $250,000 in prizes. If they're still out, Ron, I don't know if they're they're already done or not. Let's see the big board. How many, how many big boards are probably going to be left? <laughs> Let's see here. 
Not that many. They're up over. Uh, they're up over uh, one thousand. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that they'll even be up tonight. The big board is almost over, but we'll do a private draft regardless. That, that's that's what's going to be for tonight. the. Well, you'll be good for tonight. I said. I mean tonight, but like maybe. This thing, well, now one hundred and seven thousand. So yeah, and it's tapped out of twelve thousand. So a lot of people are going to be uh, filling in a lot of those. But they're going to be doing long drafts. If anybody wants to get in, draft. if anybody wants to get into the first private league that's competing for this Garrett Wilson jersey among the other prizes that I'll give away, please click that link that's in the live chat pinned. If you're watching the replay of the video, it's in the description of every video. It's called Underdog Fantasy. Click that link. There's a $10 minimum deposit. They'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. So choose your first deposit wisely because if you if you drop a $100 first deposit they'll give you 100 if you drop 10 the minimum they'll give you 10 um, but if you want to be in this draft they're fun they're they're leagues they're best ball leagues so you don't do any waivers you don't do any ad uh any lineup setting it's all optimal scoring it's one and done you draft and you just hope you have the right strategy to weather through all the bye weeks that you don't even know what, what the bye weeks are yet all the injuries um, you're just drafting the most well-rounded team you can that will each week have the best starting lineup optimally set for you so get ready for that um i i'd say if if hooker and booty um were from uh, vegas they'd be better quality <laughs> if you guys haven't watched the the episode five of the fantasy football intern go watch it because there's a the opening scene the opening scene i feel like i should play it uh the it was open- gold <laughs> The other day, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, the opening scene is Grant and I arguing about booty, and let me let me let me, let me play it real quickly. I'll, I'll just play I'll play the opening scene for you guys. Just the the real first opening scene. Here here it is right here. The fantasy football intern. If you want you want to go watch. I was gonna say what. After you're all done, I I just want to say I I I just had like a good lead up to this. uh, Okay. As far as like Jimmy and the Raiders. All right, hang tight. Here we go. This. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on.
So anyway, go go watch uh, the Fantasy Football Intern Show. They take they take a lot to produce these these episodes, so we do that need was, more views good, on them man. to justify. <clears throat> um, yeah. Hey, on that note too, everybody. I mean, if you go watch it, um, share it, share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook. Get get help help Smitty get some uh, traction on these uh, interns because they are funny and they are good. Yeah, they don't and, get uh, near share, the share it out. They don't get near the traction. The, the way the YouTube algorithm works too is like when you when you're like you're a fantasy football connoisseur, you're 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 following me to get fantasy information. The likelihood of you wanting to watch comedy versus that initially, like when you get an email or you get a notification and like, hey, this new video is out, and you're like, oh, that looks funny, but I don't have time for that right now. That those little micro behaviors tell YouTube to shut it down and then they don't push it anymore because people are like, I'll watch it later. And so it, it's crazy the the small amount of views that these videos get published on my main channel. I, part of me is like, I should I should just create a separate channel for this show uh, and then it would gain traction differently. But if you guys can spread it around, it, it gets like no views compared to a normal show. And it just, because it's different content and YouTube's predicting that people don't want to watch it because it's different. <laughs> the YouTube algorithms, it's great and it's bad at, at the same time. Sometimes it's like, uh, but, but yeah, uh, Steven, you had a lead up to, to this, you said, or a, a topic, a hot topic. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, just didn't know, uh, know if you heard that, uh, cause like going on to this about like Jimmy G, um, I guess, uh, like a brothel, uh, basically said that Jimmy Jimmy G can basically yeah. be set up for life now, man. Yeah, he Jimmy G, if he he could be set up for life if he wants to go have uh, uh, occasions, any sort of occasions. Hold on, we got we got Flounder calling in. Fla- Flounder, Flounder, you're live. <laughs> Smitty, it's been a couple weeks. I think. What's up, Flounder? And guess what? What? Guess what? What what flounder? I'm a David Montgomery truther now. You're a David Montgomery. Uh, explain this. How did this happen? <sighs> so uh, hold, hold on, real, real quickly, flounder. Hold on, hold on. Just for <laughs> pe- people to know, I'm not, I'm not going to rip you apart. I want to hear. I want to hear the story. Flounder, yeah, yeah. flounder was real upset yeah. at me because I was arguing that Montgomery was uh, potentially the best running back in Detroit now because of the. The, the new location, you know, replacing Jamal Williams. Hey, Flounder, I got an admission for you too, though. This is, we're almost crossing paths here. I'm a little shocked that David Montgomery hasn't climbed higher on ADP rankings. I'll admit that to you right now. So go ahead. Tell me why you're a Montgomery truther, Flounder. Uh, the three years, guaranteed. Right? Like, the, well, not guaranteed, but the three-year contract. Swift has, this is his last year. You know, I like the talent of Swift better, but the 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 ability of Montgomery staying on the damn field does mean more. Uh, Jamal Williams had what sixteen touchdowns last year. You were you were really hard on me though, Flounder. You were really hard on me about this topic and thought I was a complete moron. And now you now it's weird. You you love Monty this quickly. But a, I, didn't, I didn't say you were a moron. I, I was more or less defending uh, Swift because I think he still has the ability to be a guy that you want to draft 
depending on where he goes. Look, I lo look, um, but the problem with our argument, though, if you if you replayed it back at all, is you wouldn't you wouldn't heated. listen to me. I was telling you how much I loved Swift's value if he falls late, and he's not really falling as late as I would like. But I, I every time Swift's every time I'm looking at Swift and I'm on the clock, and there's a bunch of other questionable running back options, I like drafting him. And you kept saying, Smitty, how could you like Monty over? And it's like, I like both of them in certain spots. That was the big problem we had on our conversation more than anything. But I'm glad to hear you're kind of on the Monty train. Like, this is a... This is a... I, well, I tried to trade for him in a dynasty, actually. Um, so, so, no, no but... I think it was. I think it was really the the point of time that it, it happened. Right, what an hour? Well, well, you went live when it happened, and it was like, man, you guys are so all about Monty, which I've always liked Monty, but it, it was like, man, is, are we just saying Swift is done? <clears throat> which I mean, I don't know if he's done, but I do like Monty over Swift. So uh, you've brought me over to the dark side. I appreciate that, Flounder. Uh, Flounder, hang tight. I got a question for you. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Would you? Um, Dynasty content. Have you noticed in the space in the last couple of weeks, all of a sudden you've got all these people going to Dynasty content. You've been one of the leaders in this area. Uh, I watch it all. And I do have a question. And you've probably gone over it. Wide receivers this year. Rookies. Okay. You like JSN. Do you have you watched much tape on Addison? Of course. Uh Quentin Johnson. You know, where, where do you where do you look at this uh this rookie class? Could you just uh go over it again? I know you've you've probably gone over it before. I'm tuning in, I've got a day off. And, Let's uh, do it, Flounder. Like Let's have a else, day. Let's have a day, day, Flounder. I mean, in a nutshell, I would say Flowers is my dark horse to be the number one wide receiver from this draft class. I think he's got the yeah. most talent. Yeah. He's smaller, but he he reminds me of Antonio Brown meets Steve Smith, and I think that he's going to put on some weight as well at the NFL level. You get NFL training, you get NFL attention, you you become stronger, faster, bigger. Um, just look at T.O. when T.O. came out of, of college and how big T.O. got. Like, this is a Terrell Owens. Yeah, I mean, he, he got – that guy's massive compared to when he came out of college. I'm not saying Flowers right. needs to, to bulk up to a crazy, crazy, crazy size, but he'll he'll gain about 10 pounds naturally. He's not going to lose any speed. I like him a lot, but his landing spot's a little more volatile potentially – to predict then let's say JSN. JSN's gonna go somewhere where he's gonna get fed like a wide receiver one. So if JSN goes to Chicago, I, I love that. If JSN goes to um we'll pull up the NFL draft board here and just say that the landing spot's gonna dictate a lot. But JSN and Houston would be interesting for the long term, maybe not as good for year one as Chicago would be. Uh I think um I think uh, the Chargers would be an amazing location for JSN. Um, Baltimore may look to that direction of Quentin Johnson and JSN if they end up keeping Lamar, or even if they don't keep Lamar, which is going to be so frustrating for all of us to watch them address the, the wide receiver position finally after they if they get mm -hmm. rid of if they don't have Lamar there. But in a nutshell, JSN is the safest. 
He's an amazing route runner. He came out and ran a, a below four five forty, which was which was unbelievably fast for him and his skill set. That that means he's probably not. If anything in the four four eight four four five four four nine, even four five flat is fast enough when you are such a, uh, an amazing route runner. And that that tells me too that he got his forty down so quickly with NFL training, NFL coaching. That guy's going to be running four four. Seven four four eight on the field, you know, after a year of training and becoming a, a professional athlete, you know. So I, I think JSN's the safest pick. Two. I would I would take I would take JSN in a number of spots, and and this is even loving Flowers. Flowers needs to be in the right location. Yeah. Chargers would be perfect for Flowers. I think he'd be fantastic there. If 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 New England drafts one of these wide receivers, it's gonna feel like the death of them. In one respect, but then if they go and get Lamar, it's going to be an amazing, like, full circle moment where you're like, oh my God, Lamar's got Zay Flowers now in New England. So, like, it just depends on where they go, bro. In a nutshell, talent wise, I had Zay Flowers one, JSN two, uh, uh, Addison three, Quentin Johnson four. Quentin Johnson okay. would be perfect no. with, like, a, a Stroud. If you if, if the Texans mm-hmm. take uh, uh, Quentin Johnson at, at number 12 and they take, uh, they take, um, Stroud at number two, or let's say the Texans take Bryce Young, Stroud, uh, Stroud or Bryce Young, or or Anthony Richardson, whoever they take at number two, pairing that player up with one of those four wide receivers is a critical move for the Texans that, that I hope they deploy. Um, New, Eng- New England, like I said, is good or bad, depending on if Lamar is there. D- uh, Detroit, I don't think, goes after one. Seattle, there's a lot of people that say JSN to Seattle is a possibility. It could be. Um, Chargers would be great. Colts would be amazing you, if they did up, go after Lamar. Did, did you? So uh, I, I haven't. I, I wasn't able to watch the beginning of your show. Um, so I'm, I'm a main guy, and uh, so New England Patriots is my team. Um, you think Lamar? Do you think there's a chance? Uh, yeah, go, go. There's a part in the show where I talk about it in tremendous detail. I can't recap the whole show. I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll, okay. I'll just say that 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 Bill Belichick was very coy about it today. Uh, Kraft has said that it's up to Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick's a smart enough person to say, you know what, I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what we have invested in Mac Jones. I don't care what we have in this. I'm going to go get Lamar Jackson, and he's he's like Lamar. He's openly like Lamar Jackson to a lot of people. So it would be an amazing... Did you see the Meek Mill uh, rumors with... Craft, yep, buddies, we, obviously. we cover we cover that on the show, so definitely okay. rewatch right. it back. Hold on a second, Flounder. Let's Wild. go to the nine two five area code nine two five. Who am I talking to? Smitty, you didn't save my number from the other night, huh? Your number? What do you mean? Yeah, I called the other night. This is this is George. Oh, okay. What's up, George? I'm sorry if I didn't see it. Um, I, sometimes there's a lot of calls that come in. I can only fit so many people on the line. Right now, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people on the line. All right. Well, I'm grateful to have an opportunity to talk. Thank you so much. Yeah. What can I do for you? So I want to do. Uh, I know I missed the beginning of the show. I wanted to talk about this Trey Lance issue that's going on. Okay. So I live here in the Bay Area. I'm a 49er fan, so I, I follow the team very closely. Uh, and I think, I think what's going on here is. Kyle does not like Trey Lance. That's what I think. I think that he's not his quarterback. There was that whole issue with who they were going to take with the third pick. Yep. And then 
Uh, Mac was this guy. I could just, I could, just, I could just tell from the way that he runs his offense is completely different. He's trying to run this guy into the ground, mm-hmm. um, and he likes Purdy. He likes Sam Darnold. He likes those pocket passers that can mm-hmm. roll out and throw throw the ball. You know, and I think this is John Lynch's guy. Yep. You know, I think Trey Lance is John Lynch's guy, and what Agreed. they're going to do is they're, they're going to give him one more opportunity this year to see, you know, if he can compete. And, and what I think is going to happen is he's going to lose the job to Darnold. What, which is why I said what I said earlier, that everybody everybody wasn't going to hear me. They were going to listen to me, but they weren't going to hear me. That you're better, you're far better off if you're going to give up on Trey anyway. And, and we all know it's going to happen. We can see it from a mile away. If you're going to give up a ruined Trey or get him hurt, whatever... Just trade him for a first rounder. Improve your offensive line to protect Purdy and bring in Cam Newton. Like, like I, I understand everyone's going to laugh at Cam Newton. I understand, but Cam Newton for two or three games is different than if you are picturing me saying Cam Newton's the starter of the Niners. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that Sam Darnold and Cam Newton could compete. Whatever. If you're gonna if you're gonna make Trey Lance compete, throw Cam Newton in there. Get a first rounder for Trey. Improve your offensive line and. Think about it from this perspective, too. If Cam Newton wants a starting job that he's not going to get because he's not a 17-game starting caliber quarterback, and that's why I get so frustrated when people don't hear what I'm saying. But if you, for example, plugged Cam Newton into this offense instead of Johnson, you would have been in the Super Bowl. Like, Cam Newton could facilitate enough for two or three games. And this would be attractive for Cam because he can ring chase for one. Number two, he could start some games. Even though he's not going to be the starter, he could potentially start some games, maybe through week four, and prove himself. Even though we know he's not going to lead him to a big contract, but in his mind, he thinks it could. And so, Cam Newton, just imagine him under center, running for a a, a five- or ten-yard touchdown untouched, rushing it in, just throwing to Debo Sammy. You're telling me Cam Newton, who went out there and showed a pretty decent you know, arm still. Like, I, I think people can make fun of him all they want. But you're telling me Cam Newton can't go out and, and run the Jimmy G playbook? Hey, Debo, take this ball. Hey, Debo, hey, Ayuk, here you go. A little quick slant. Hey, Kittle. Oh, wait, I didn't throw to Kittle, remember? Like, like Cam Newton could run this offense and you get a first rounder for it. And the reason I say that isn't, and this is where a, a Trey Lance truther comes in and forgets that I was a Trey Lance. I, I was very much pro Trey Lance. You guys remember that? If they're oh, yeah. going to give up on him anyway, I don't want Trey to fail in San Francisco. I want him to go to Atlanta yeah, maybe, maybe, or go the, somewhere here's else. The here, here's the thing here is Kyle Shanahan, he shapes this whole offense differently when Lance is under under center. Exactly. In his first start against Arizona, it's 16 rushing attempts. In his first start, okay? And then the first game of the year in Chicago last year in the rain, it was 13 rushing attempts. So, like, he's trying to run this guy too much. Like, just let him let him run the offense like Purdy runs the offense, and then if he wants to escape the pocket and run, just let him be free. I think if he did that, he would excel in his offense. He would. But I think he that would. Kyle Shanahan is shaping this offense to be a run-first quarterback. Bro, did, did Purdy not prove he's a very mobile quarterback? He did. I'll answer it for you. He did. Yeah. He proved to be very mobile. So why, when asked about, so why when asked about, hey, your two quarterbacks, uh, and he says something to the degree of, well, we've got two different quarterbacks. we got a, a hybrid, like a dual-threat quarterback <laughs> in Trey, and we got Brock Purdy. Why can't Trey be defined, just like you said, and I've said this before, why can't they be defined the same way? Why can't you run the same offense? 
and everyone's saying Trey's busted. He hasn't proven himself, no. but he hasn't proven to be a bust yet. He got hurt in his second right. game after three or four passing attempts and played in a mud bowl in week one, and his only other game to look at was a very successful Houston Texans win that put the Niners in the playoffs. And so I, I, just, yeah. I hate when people say he's failed. He hasn't failed. He he, he, but he's not going to succeed. Not in, not under Shanahan, who wants to yeah. completely because avoid Shanahan, using him. He won't succeed exactly. He won't. So put him somewhere. Put him in. Put him in. Uh, put him in. I don't know Atlanta. Atlanta very much. I I guess loves Ritter, but put him in Atlanta. Put him in. Uh, I don't know. Where where could he go, guys? Where could he go at this point? Yeah, at this stage in the Smitty, game. smoke season. Smoke, you talk about smoke season all the time. I think you're 100% correct. We, we, Trey Lance is probably going to get the go. It's not going to be Purdy. He probably can't even throw the ball. He's going to have Chad. He's going to be the next Chad Pennington 2.0 mini watch. Wait, is this Flounder? Yeah, this is, this is got, this has got to be Flounder talking. Flounder, is that you? Yeah, Purdy 2.0 Chad Pennington. Remember what okay, Chad Okay, but, but Flounder, Flounder. You're saying Trey's going to probably get the go. We've seen maybe he does. Maybe he does get the go in week one. But Shanahan has not set him up for success. And as as I'm sorry, nine nine two five. What's he your name again? Had the ability to have success. What's the caller nine two five? I just said that though, Flounder. I know that. But what? what George. Well, okay, George. So we need to we need to see. We need to see it. But but right. but Flounder is is. Do you have any confidence whatsoever? Like George alluded to, and like I've alluded to. That, that Shanahan is going to set him up, A, for success, B, even give him the job. He's gone out and publicly said that that Darnold and Trey are taking first-team reps. They're going to share first-team reps in the offseason. That is well, already Darnold setting just up. Well, Darnold got there. We haven't done any OTAs, so we don't know about Darnold. So we know that's smoke. You talk about smoke, and I agree with you. It's a lot of smoke seasons. Well, let's see. Let's see how it plays out. But as far as like, okay, hold on, hold on. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Darnold. Okay, I've been I've been following this team for the last 28 years. You know, since I've been a fan. And Kyle Shanahan, when Darnold was coming out in the draft, he wanted him, but he couldn't get him at three. You know, so Kyle Shanahan really loves Sam Darnold. Like this this is his guy, bro. He, Shanahan, Shanahan does not know quarterbacks for the life of him. He just doesn't. He has amazing scheme. He's an offensive savant. You give him the right tools, he'll he'll win with it to a degree. But the passing on Brady, the passing on Mahomes, the passing on Deshaun Watson, the liking Kirk Cousins over so many other better quarterbacks, not saying Kirk isn't good, but just his inability to understand the quarterback position, number one, and, and who's the right fit, right? Number two, when to deploy said strategy when to go all in on the quarterback when to give the quarterback confidence you're telling me you're going to come out and give purdy brock purdy who who i agree starting eight games one eight games looked amazing i i understand but if you're going to go ahead and go against the grain for for shanahan's normal normal way of approaching this and say he's the guy when shanahan's always coy right he's always coy he thinks he's so slick by not giving up information but he's going to go ahead and say brock purdy's earned their job but you can at least give Trey Lance the job over over Darnold in public. Like Trey Lance, this is a confidence game, Flounder. And Trey Lance has yep. got a confidence issue already. And now you've got your quarterback yeah, saying, we just signed Darnold and we're going to have you compete with Darnold. That's disrespectful. It's not good for confidence. And it's a, a pattern. It's a pattern that, that tells us that we, Darnold's a real threat to Trey Lance's job. 
I think it has more to do with the injury, but I, I, I just we'll Flounder, I don't disagree with you that Trey Lance should be the guy. I don't disagree with you well, that Trey Lance would succeed if he I, was supported, uh, but I have zero confidence I, I, in Kyle I think Shanahan. More or less the injury to Purdy. I think I think that's what's dictating the signing of Darnold. Well, that's what I, that yeah, but Spitty makes a really good point. You invest all this draft capital in this guy, and you can't even put him out in front of Sam Darnold. Right, and you just sign a free agency and say that he's the guy. It's, uh, it's, because they signed Darnold because Purdy's probably not going to be ready. I, right, Flounder, we understand that. Flounder, we understand that. But what we're okay, saying so that's is, why they signed Darnold. we understand that, Flounder. We're, we uh, we agree with okay. you. So put that part to bed. We're saying that okay. you there's no reason to play a game, a coy game about who's your backup. Is it going to be Trey? Is it going to be Sam Darnold? Why even go there? Why not just say, look, Trey, Trey's the, Trey's the, like, if Darnold does impress us, Darnold impresses us. Like, well, so be it. But to already it's announce the, the game plan is 50 50, that Trey Lance has to compete with Darnold? Motivation tactic. I mean, you guys played sports, right? It's a motivation tactic, obviously. <clears throat> I, uh, I don't. I mean, if it is, it's a dumb motivation target for your quarterback that you've given up so I think much. I call it sports. I mean, that's that's exactly what that is. That's a, that's a motivation tactic. I don't know that Look, it is. Here's I don't the know thing. That it is, here's bro. the thing. I, I, you I, I feel like they, they need. I understand. I feel like they need to give Trey Lance a shot to run this offense with McCaffrey yeah. and see what he can do. But open it up. Don't just make him a run-first quarterback. Right, exactly. All right, hey, let's move on. Let's move on from the the Niner debate because we we talked about this way too much. And uh, let's go to uh, Ben. Oh, Ben's gone. I was going to give Ben a chance. Wild Bill, what else you got? Wild Bill, throw out a new topic. I don't. I don't really want to talk about Trey Lance anymore. It's it's, unf- <laughs> it's unfortunate. It's just an unfortunate <laughs> debacle. Yeah. You do it for uh, Raw, Smitty. You do it for Raw. I mean, I I, I mean, I, I agree. With Smitty quite a bit here, I ain't gonna lie, but I mean you're gonna, I mean, but you want me to throw out a new topic? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I been taking B John today at ten, and I turned right around and grabbed Garrett Wilson. <laughs> Sweet. Um, Sweet combo, yeah. and bro. Then, uh, Sweet I mean, combo. you know what? Here, here's the kicker to that, and you've been teaching me this. On the way back through, everybody's grabbing like Mahomes and not, you know, and they're like, "Oh no, I need a quarterback." Guess who was still there? At third round Joe value, cigar smoking Burl. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are yeah, gonna I, remember. Yeah, but oh my god, dude! I'm like, seriously, he's still here. Boom! How, well, oh yeah, yeah, he's falling around. Four, he's falling <laughs> like four point one to four point two. Ron, uh, where's the latest you've seen Burrow go? The last like ten drafts that you've done, Ron. Ron does more uh, best ball drafts than anybody. On four, I've seen him going round five, and and you know if if you if, um if you can um. Five. Stay away from Hurts, Mahomes, and Allen in that second round. You can get really good value for Burrow or Justin Fields. And, you yes. know, yes. wide receivers. Yes. He was right there neck and neck, and the guy right before me took Fields. I'm like, okay. I mean, five I'll is take, crazy. I'll take Burrow. Five, you know what? You know, when you drop Joe Burrow around five, this is what I think. Got him. That's the biggest got him moment in fantasy. Uh, videos to come on that, by the way. I, I did the the old Brees Hall wins leagues at 25 overall. 
your your first player drafted in the third round that that wins leagues. But Joe Burrow in round four or five, this is getting ridiculous. This is like nobody even like everyone has de- uh, uh, amnesia. Everybody hit their head and they don't realize what happened yeah. last year. And that's, I don't. I don't it's fantastic. I, that's what I'm like. Are you serious right now? Uh, let's go to. They're starting to burrow like like mini treats, uh, um, cousin. Yeah, let's go to. Uh, oh, I, ben, ben, try Ben, try calling it again. I saw I saw your message. I hit I hit accept, but I don't know if it went through. Uh, yeah, Kurt Bur- Burrows. Burrow in round five. I know, it's is like everybody's crazy. picking Justin Jefferson, Jefferson, JJ, JJ, JJ. I'd be like, well, who do you think is throwing to JJ? Yeah. That leads to the. Hey, question for you. Did you see the rumor mill of Trey Lance going to Minnesota, Smitty? Yeah, we, t- we talked about that. Um, total, total, total BS, I think. There's, there, Did this hey, Kirk Cousins go back to 49ers with Shanahan? Yeah, oh. we we talked oh. we talked about no. that. Oh, oh okay, no. okay, okay. Oh, no, no. Yeah, it's not definitely not going to happen because uh, a a a there's no way the the Vikings are just going to be like let's start over at quarterback when they have a, a system in place that's been successful and and not saying that they're going to win sure. a Super Bowl. I feel like the Vikings are paper tigers when they get into the playoffs, but they they can win the division. And when you're a team that can win the division and you you have confidence in yourself, you're not you're not going to start over. So um, no. uh, the Patrick's calling back in. Uh, ben, call back in if you got a uh, a question. The Patrick, you're you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. The Patrick, what can we do for you, pal? Appreciate you calling back. What's going on? Uh, I see that you do a whole bunch of like uh, 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 mock draft uh, uh, analysis. Who do you have in a regular redraft league? Who do you have as your RB two? Um, I'm best player available, the Patrick. I always go best player available, which does not mean. Let me remind you: does not mean that I go with the top ranked player on the ADP rank. Is not that's not brainless drafting. What I mean by best player available is in my mind, even if it's five players ranked down on the ADP list, seven players down, whoever's my best player available, I take. I don't, I don't set, settle on a a position ever. I never draft a position. I always draft well, who a player. So let, let me say, let me add this though: the two biggest steals in fantasy football. Hands down at the running back position are Walker and Brees Hall. And they're going at the tail end of round two and the top of round three. So if you are lucky enough that best player available is wide receiver, and it usually is in, in the first round, um, you know, I, I, I think uh, I think you draft even a Tyreek Hill if you don't get lucky enough to have like a Burrow or a, or a Cooper Cup or a Jamar Chase. I love all those guys in the first round. Um, if you were to take... Mitty loves DeAndre Swift, too. <laughs> this guy floundered. Yeah, I got I got Jamar Chase as number one on yeah. my so, like, want list. So if but you, I was talking about as far as go ahead. Yeah, you take Jamar Chase at number two or number one overall, and Walker and Brees Hall are there back to back picks, bro. Smash it, double smash, the double stamp and triple stamp yeah. right there. You walk out with Jamar Chase, Walker and Brees Hall. That's f- fantastic. I'm not saying I don't like Burrow as well. well but we're we're getting the sense that Burrow is falling into mid round four easily, and you just might you just might get yeah, lucky. Yeah, I'm in a ten team league and he's going to round six. Oh, ten so. team league, <laughs> ten team league, easy weight. So yeah, go. You're gonna if you go Jamar Chase, Walker, Brees Hall, 
and then you know whatever player you end up getting like Alave or somebody if you're playing in a grandma league they won't know Alave is going to be what he's what Alave is going to become you take Alave you get Alave and then you get Joe Burrow around six bro you walk out with Joe Burrow Alave Jamar Chase Brees Hall Kenneth Walker you just walk straight to the bank you just walk straight to the bank pal yeah, so I'm picking at one, one, uh, the one six, and uh, usually my league hits running backs really hard. But I'm looking at if, uh, of course, Chase or Jefferson right there, uh, McCaffrey's going to be gone. The reason why I asked about the RB two is that I think I like Chubb over any other option that high. He he's o- he's okay in the second round, but I'm just not in love with it. I just I have a fear of this changing of the guard happening more than it's not. And that doesn't mean that every single old running back is going to fall out of favor. Like Chubb could have one more electric year. Derrick Henry could have a very amazing first month or two. And I trade him high because I don't want to play around with Derrick Henry in week 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, because the mileage is crazy. Same thing goes for Austin Eckler. Eckler, I would draft if he fell to that top of round two. I'd draft him, and I'd trade him after about a month, a month and a half of amazing play. And then I'd, 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 go, ahead and tra- I'd go ahead and trade him. So, like... Best value out there is Najee in round four or five. That is good value, Najee in four or five. Alvin Kamara is a, a guy that I everybody makes fun of me because I rip him apart, and then I draft him. But he's going around nine... Ron, where where did he go in the last? Well, they're they're worried about that suspension, right? But it's baked in. It's baked in. You don't have to worry about the suspension. He's going around. Ron, where is he going now in current drafts? Is he climbing or is he still in round nine? He's still around the same area. He hasn't moved I up mean, or down much at all. I mean, does anybody in here speak up? If you do, does anybody in here trust the NFL to really suspend him for a year? I don't. I don't, and I know he kind of. No. I know he kind of dropped off I, last I year. It. I really do doubt it. I know he kind of dropped off last year. I know they started using different RBs as well, but like this was a different offense. It was on the struggle bus. Derek Carr's in there now. Um, Alave is going to take a big step forward. It's a top ten defense, arguably. This is going to be a much, much more improved team. And I honestly feel like Kamara. The more I hear about him pleading out to the lesser charge of conspiracy, which is a misdemeanor. It's a misdemeanor. What what conspiracy charge means is that he was potentially conspiring to beat someone up. But he's not admitting that he beat someone up. So what he's pleading guilty to has nothing to do with the actual act. It has to do with the conspiracy of the act. And so he's going to get a misdemeanor. And this guy's going to get all kinds of medical you know, uh, medical fee, you know, uh, monies involved in this. And then the, the, the actual lawsuit that will be civil will be about the, the, the cash money that they're not they're, You can't, you can't settle in a criminal, but you can oh, certainly, that plea. guy's going to get paid for sure. Yeah. You can certainly <laughs> plea, oh, yeah. but, but this is not a case where they can just settle out because it's criminal. Criminal is very, very different, but you can plea out. And so he can yeah. accept a plea, right. and that plea can have some sort of, of, of monetary payments for medical, and they could be through the wazoo. So, yeah, big time. Yeah, Kamara's lost it. Ziggy, show me the front door. Let's see, okay. who's, let's see who's here. Here's the thing with Kamara. If the NFL does not punish him, if he gets out, Scott got clean he still won't complete the season because i'm going to become the punisher and uh, make sure he doesn't uh finish the season whoa 
Well, Ron. New Orleans ain't that far away from here, buddy. Ron's going to go box. Ron, we, sh- Ron, we should set up a boxing match. <laughs> we should set up a boxing match between you and Alvin Kamara. He does not Ziggy. deserve. Oh. <laughs> he does, does not deserve to play the game of football. Well, Ron, Ron, let's keep Ron. Let's keep you Holy on. Holy Ron on the soapbox. Ron, let's keep you on the field, okay? Let's not have you fall in the footsteps of Alvin Kamara. Ziggy off. Um, okay, so let's go over. Let's see who else we have here. Uh, did Ben ever call back? Ben, I don't see Ben here. Muted Mario. Either muted himself or dropped off the line. Um, who hasn't talked for a while uh, that wants to... Hey! Hey, Skitty! Skitty! Who's this? Flounder! Flounder, what's up? <laughs> Question for you. Hey, I got something for Flounder. Deshaun... Whoa, 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 whoa. In yeah. Your, in your dynasty things, you were asking about receivers. Keep in mind, mm-hmm. there's a couple of receivers way down that you might want to think about uh, really deep sleepers in Ford Wheaton and Tyler Scott. And Dell's down there, Tyler too. Scott. I thought you were, okay. I thought you were mad okay. at Tyler Scott, Ron. One of the few... One of the few outside, true outside, uh, inside receivers in the draft. Most of them are all slot receivers. Oh, Tyler well, Scott. Here's the question. Well, well, thank you. But here's the question for Smitty. Here's a good one. Jalen Hyatt, have you watched the film, Smitty? Yes. And I know you have. Yeah. So. Yeah. I got to say. What do you think? I got to say, Flounder, I, I, I can't get over the, 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 the way he runs with his neck forward. That bothers me for some reason. He runs like this when he's running. It's almost like he's trying to hit the the finish line a little early, like stretch out. He's got to straighten his posture up. It makes me want to straighten I know, my posture. That up. may bother you, but like, what I, do you I, think of like other I, than I like the him. I like him. I, I think he's got to be in the right spot. He didn't impress me like he impressed everybody else. I think he's got potential. And a lot of these wide receivers, they can come into the league and they can be ranked third, fourth, or fifth, and end up being the second best. So it's not like I'm ruling anything out in the right spot. I like Hyatt, but. He's a guy I don't quite love quite as much as everybody else. I think he's decent. Past the big four wide receivers, uh, uh, Boutte, uh, Hyatt, these guys aren't impressing me. This is a very weak wide receiver class comparatively to the 2022 class. It doesn't hold a candle. Maybe one of these guys will be top 15. One of them could be top 10. But we have literally the 2022 class consuming about 70% of the entire top 12. It's interesting. You know, I play college football, like I said, UNH. And it's to watch him, it, it, it's it's different. You know, it, it, you watch the tape and he's fast. doesn't show much side-to-side movement. But as far as long speed, he has it. Tennessee, that uh, quarterback, uh, what's the quarterback's name that got injured so many that he played with? There, there were... Uh, um, killing it during the year. Uh, I'm blanking on this name. Towards the ACL. Talking about Hook, not Hook, Hooker. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hooker. Yeah. Hendon, Hendon Hooker. Yeah, we talked about Hooker already. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just I just wonder if, you know, it, that's why I'm so amazed with this wide receiver class. You know, I, I watch all these guys, you know, on, on YouTube videos, the highlight reel, and, and grandest on everything. But it's like, man, you know, uh, I can't pinpoint other than JSN, like you stated before, in 100% correct. You know, who are the guys that we should be looking at? You know, it's, is it Hyatt? Is it, 
uh, is it Zay Jones? Uh, Zay Flowers? Is it Quentin Johnson? I don't like Quentin Johnson. But it, it, it makes you wonder. You know, Addison, it's, la- it's landing spot. Combine, Addison was a dog. I like Addison a lot. He's small, but I like him a lot. Uh, which side would are you on, Smitty? Rookie draft 1.1 or 1.3 and Drake London? That's a real tough question because not knowing the, the entire package of your, your your what your squad looks like, I I, uh, I would say I would say give me the one point one only because I don't know what the yeah. the one point three is going to hold for you. I, I it, if the draft comes and let's say JSN's in an amazing spot and Jameer Gibbs is in an amazing spot and Charbonnet's in an amazing spot. All of a sudden, I like the 1.3 in Drake London, maybe more than the 1.1. So it just kind of depends. It's a really decent, I think there's arguments to make on both sides. I just, I don't know the makeup of your team. Does Drake London fill a void for you that that makes this like a no-brainer? I'd have to have that information. But if you've got like good bench wide receivers and the, the upgrade to Drake London is not crazy... And Drake London's still got some risk. I love him a lot. He's a huge monster breakout candidate. He's a moon man. But uh, 1.1 Bijan's just special. And I want Bijan unless unless you can't win with Bijan. So it's a good question, Robert. And I think that people are going to be divided on that one because London's a big difference maker there. That's a, that's a real good addition for you. Who, who's the high-end comp Jameer Gibbs for you, Smitty? Kamara. Kamara yep. for sure. JSN is... Only guy you need in redrafts is Prime. Uh, I could I could get behind that, but I think landing spot's going to be vital to to telling that story. Um, we'll know we'll know more. Hold, hold on one second. Uh, the Patrick, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, so, I think I got uh, David Njoku as like my tight end seven. As far as like in drafts, before we go further down that line and maybe Dawson Knox or, or, or Cole Komet, what is your take on maybe waiting till later in the draft and getting uh, Mike Mayer or Kincaid or Washington? Yeah, I like Washington a lot. Uh, I like Washington uh, a lot. I think um I think waiting on a tight end is always the best approach unless a tight end falls to a great value, i.e. Kyle Pitts. I'd rather have Kyle Pitts in round six or seven than go any other direction at all at the, at the tight end position. That's just an absolute smash to me because it bakes in all the risk. It bakes in all the concerns. It bakes in everything. And if he does end up having the tight end season, we expect him to eventually have, and it happens on your watch, and you've got him at six or seventh round baked in value, you literally win your league. So Kyle Pitts is my quietly my number three tight end this year, you know, three, four. Um, I think Fryermuth falling to like, Tight end 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. We don't even know where he's going to really level out at. Cole Komet in, in the 10, 11, 12 range. Conquo in the 9, 10, 11, 12 range. Um, and Joku's outside the top 12 for me. Like I got Knox and Joku. It's actually a really deep tight end cl- uh, pool now. We got a huge, like listen to all the tight ends in no particular order. Kelsey, Hawkinson, Kyle Pitts, Mark Andrews, Evan Ingram, who played phenomenal last year. Darren Waller uh-huh. is in a great spot. Dalton Schultz, uh, Dallas Goddard, Pat Fryermuth, and Conquo, Komet, Dawson Knox. That That is 13 deep. That is a very, very nice. Mike Gostecki! What 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 else we got? 
I don't know. What Maybe Ad is really upset at me. I don't know. I think I think I won't get the Camaro because Ad is going to get me first. Yeah. Look, I love Camaro ninth, He's ninth, really tenth round. Hear, hear me now. Camaro's a POS, but draft him in round nine or ten in a, in a handful of underdog drafts. It's win a league potential. It's win a league potential. A Conco top five tight end, very, very capable, DJ, very capable. Um, and he's going around like 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Like, a Conquo is either outside the top 10 tight ends or he's like number seven for somebody. It's crazy. Uh, Robert, appreciate you, Robert. Robert says, Mitty, I'm going with all your takes this year. Don't go with all my takes. I'm going to be wrong, you know, 25% of the time. You know what I mean? Like, in my best year ever, I'm going to land 65, 70% of all my calls. That's the nature of the injuries and prediction game. But, like, in a good year, if I land 70, like, that's... So, always incorporate your own gut instinct. But I appreciate the support. Not listening to anyone else's opinion. Now, that I can get behind, Robert. That I can get behind, Robert. (laughs) Okay, uh, let's get it this year, Robert. Let's do it. Uh, Spread the word. Spread the link around. Uh, Where's Goddard ranked? Um, Goddard, did, where did I read Goddard off on that list? Top six. What did I say? Yeah, he's up there always. Yeah, I yeah. said I said Kittle, uh, Goddard, Schultz, Fryermuth. Fryermuth is like eight, nine, ten. Goddard's like seven, eight, yeah. nine. Um, Waller's going to fall off. Coming off third or fourth every time. Waller's like six, third seven, eight. Uh, Ingram's like five, six. Uh, yeah, Goddard's like seven, eight, nine. Fryermuth is like eight, nine, ten. Farmouth is a value. Farmouth's going really late. Aconco is outside the top 10. He's going outside the top 10, I think, more times than not. Yeah, prove it. But, but Then you always have the, the, the whole Jawan Johnson, Taysom Hill thing going yeah. on down further. Yeah, Taysom I'm Hill's like, all... Okay, who do we... Uh, uh, yeah. And, and Taysom Hill's great in best ball because you have you have to make zero decisions on when to start him. So it's just like it's it's just gonna he's gonna right. have a thirty or forty point game once or twice and maybe doesn't do well the rest of the games. I don't know. Right. What's your take on Charbonnet? Uh, Flounder, I I mean this with all due due respect, but I feel like you've never watched a piece of my content. I feel like you, <laughs> everything you're asking is like he can't be tackled. The guy can't be tackled. Yeah, I I feel like Flounder. Like a lot of things you're asking, I've I've beat a dead horse on like so many videos in a row. Like you must be either brand new. When, when did you start watching the show, Flounder? He's a month late. Uh, He's when like you said that Daryl Henderson was going to be the next guy, you what? Pop open a nice when you said that Daryl Henderson is going to be the next guy. Way back then, so, yeah. so have under, you have you have you not been watching the Moon Men list? Look at let, let me show one, let me show you the Moon Men. Hang hang tight, guys. Hang tight. Hold on. Here I'm gonna play the Moon Men here. So Flounder, take a gander. Okay, take this in. Breathe it in, Flounder. Here it is. So he's the Moon the Man. Moon of course I, I don't he is. Watch every episode, but he's the Moon Man. Look at look at the screen, Flounder. I can't look at the bottle. Okay, no. let, let me read them off, Flounder. Space Moon says. These are the these are the Moon Men 2023 in, in no particular order. 2023 Moon Man. Okay, the official list. Okay, you ready, right, Flounder? Focus. Okay, ready? It's. No, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Hold on. I'm right here. Right here. Hold on. Fire it in, Smitty. Do it. Pop uh, open the nice bottle uh, of Chardonnay. <laughs> I, I haven't even I haven't even co- I haven't even coached her. What do you, what do you want to say? What do you want to say? Say it one more time. Okay. Thank you. Joe Burrow. Ha ha ha. 
just automatically <laughs> associates. Uh, hold on, I gotta close the door. Oh my god. Um, she automatically associates the mic with Joe Burrow. Ha ha ha. But Flounder, let me let me go over the Moon Man real quick. Flounder, focus. Okay, here we go. The Moon Man. In no particular order, Bijan Robinson, Garrett Wilson, Flounder, Jameer Gibbs, Flounder, Chris Olave, Flounder, Charbonnet, Brees Hall, uh, Sean Tucker, rookie rookie running back, Tony Pollard, George Pickens, Christian Watson, uh, Kenneth Walker, Kenneth Walker, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Zay Flowers. Those are your Moon Men, twenty twenty three so far. When did you add uh, Charbonnet? Uh, one of the fir- probably one of the first guys, probably top top four ads. Like I mean, January. Okay. Yeah, he's uh. It's an extensive list, so like, yeah, I, I obviously I could miss an episode. Hey, hey, right? yeah, but Flounder, have you, you Flounder, have you missed the Mars Men? I pl- I play this on almost every show. Flounder, I've narrowed oh, down. No, 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 Flounder, okay. focus, Flounder. I've narrowed down my. Oh, I'm right here, bud. I've, Can you focus? I've narrowed down. <laughs> My moon men and additional players to my top seven overall players in terms of cost of entry. Okay, here's the Mars men. You, you do realize people won't exactly remember everything. Yeah, that you no, said, they right? they remember everybody on this call. Okay. Every, hey, hold on, hold on. Uh, hey, Steven, Steve, Steven, let's test out Flounder's Flounder's accusation. Flounder has an accusation. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's let's test out your accusation. Steven, name some Mars men. Uh, no, no, I'm asking about Charbonnet. Flounder, hold on. I'm just asking you about Charbonnet. Flounder, hold on. Steven, name a Mars man. Steven, name Mars men. Go. Breeze Hall, Tony Pollard, CD Lamb. Okay, that's a bad example. Steven, be quiet. Steven, be quiet. Hold on. <laughs> let's go to let's go to breached. yeah let's just play the mars man goodness sake he's on a shuttle to mars, mars so flounder my top seven well, guys i'm sorry my top what is, what is this nine guys now one two three no, four no, i just five, asked you about charbonnet what you <laughs> thought about him i mean i missed the video yeah, when, when, he first, when he first started talking about charbonnet he came in and said that Charbonnet okay, well, cannot I, be tackled. I missed the video. Is it so hard to realize that I missed the video? Can you just tell me what you think about Charbonnet? Yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, rocket. Fl- Flounder, I'm going to, but I'm getting to it. My my top eight players oh, for I don't understand where you're going. God, the top eight players, Flounder, for value in 2023, the Mars men are Olave, Bijan, Burrow, Chase, uh, uh, Garrett Wilson. Uh, Charbonnet, Gibbs, and Brees Hall. Those are the top eight players, okay. my Mars men. So here we go. Let me explain it to you. Charbonnet is impossible to tackle. He's Nick Chubb meets Derrick Henry. This guy is an absolute monster. If anybody takes just two minutes out of their day to watch some Charbonnet footage, they would know what we've been talking about on the show for well over a year and a half, two years. Because he was going to come out of college last year, and he was my number three overall ranked running back. And when he didn't come out, I was devastated. And he still is my number three rookie ranked running back even this year. So I've been talking about Charbonnet for two plus years. Or about, yeah, two two plus years, really. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people uh, have different opinions on him. I just was wondering more of a you know, uh, thought on his 40, on his shuttle, on his tone. 
<clears throat> looks good. That's what he is. He looks like a, a monster. I literally walked into a liquor store and asked for a bottle of Charbonnet. Hey, yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. I like. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can watch this right now, Flounder. Do you have the ability? Do you have the ability to pull up the stream, Flounder? Like a bottle of Charbonnet right now. Currently, yeah. yeah. Live. Yeah. Can you? Yeah, of course. Okay, I want you to watch this right now because this is another thing you've sure. missed that we play literally like every day on the show, which is why I don't know that you watch the show. I'm just yeah. questioning it, Flounder. Because I literally... Well, Smitty, I, I work, I, I have three kids, and... Uh, he sounds like I, yeah, excuses. So, you know, I don't get every second of it, but okay. I mean, come on. We need to pick up We need to pick up your streaming numbers. You need to watch more of the show. Okay, Flounder, that's all I'm asking. Oh, I watch plenty of the show, but okay. I, I just don't... Flounder, I'm going to press a button. You ready? Sure. Okay, here it is. Get Charbonnade. Get Charbonnade. Pop open a nice bottle of Charbonnet. On the screen, Flounder, we have multiple bottles of uh, a, a champagne called Charbonnet. And we we play this on the daily here on the channel. Okay, I, I have never seen it. Well, now you, now you've been watched, christened. I've never seen it. All right, appreciate you, Flounder. That, that, that's cool. That's cool. All right, let's go to, let's but go to, let's go to the, what was it? All right. I mean, it's pretty what? What? Flutter? <laughs> to expect everyone to see that, I I don't know. I I think don't, you. Don't I don't know what. I don't know who has higher expectations right here in between you and me, Flounder. My expectations for you to watch more of the show, or your expectations. Hold on, or your expectations of me to be reasonable. <laughs> I really don't understand. I don't know who's got who's who's wrong here. But hold on, Flounder. Hang tight. Hang tight, Flounder. Uh, who is it? Is uh, George still on the phone? Yeah. George, what can I do for you? I want to know what your take is on this Packers backfield. Are we going to see the rise of Dylan this season and less workload for Aaron Jones or what? Mm, does he, what do you guys think on the call here? Uh, Flounder, let's let a couple other people talk. I appreciate it. But, but let's see what the Patrick thinks. Maybe Wild Bill on this topic. I personally think Aaron Jones had such a good year and I didn't even know it. I, was, usually, I know it. I, I, I absorb myself in so much fantasy football. Nothing really slips past me in terms of like this player played well, this player played played well. What's this guy's ADP? I usually know that stuff like the back of my hand. And I honestly, genuinely was shocked when I looked at Aaron Jones's stats and I said, "Holy crap! This guy had a better year than I, I even yeah. imagined." And so I'm gonna say I don't know if Dylan's gonna be. Maybe a certain point in the year he becomes Dylan. But Aaron, because Aaron Jones has that injury concern still, he's never really shaken it for me that label. But what do you think, the Patrick and Wild Bill? Let's start with the Patrick. I think it's going to be Dylan this year. I think uh, with Aaron Rodgers and his command of the offense uh, leaving, I think they're going to have more of like a base offense, and I think AJ Dylan uh, complements that more than Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones will still have his moments. And of course, uh, more of a well. John, uh, Dylan's good coming out of the backfield too, but uh, I think it's a Dylan year. Yeah, uh, let's go to the the uh, Wild Bill. Yeah, um, AJ has still. I mean, uh, he's still got it though. I mean, he's he's not okay. You know, he can run, catch, and also he's a great blocker for you know the quarterback. You know, so. I mean, he, he's always been, always had that little advantage. But like you said, with the injury and all that, it's going to be interesting. 
uh, Dylan's, you know, he, he's great too, you know. So, that, you know, I just hope it's not like a whole totally, you know, kind of like where it was with Fournette and, and White, you know. I just I hope it's not one of those deals, you know, because you yep. pick them, then you're like, well, he's not even in there, you know. It's like, okay, now he's back in, but then they get down to the goal line and be like, oh, now he's in, then he scored it, and you know. So yeah, I hear I just you. Hope it doesn't end up in one uh, of those things, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, Ron Navy, what, what's your thoughts, uh, quick, quickly as you can on this topic, uh, Aaron Jones, Dylan? <laughs> no Fournette. I think they'll do the same that they always do. Their their um their role doesn't change at all, so they'll have the same type of year that they had last year. I'm sure of it. You know, I also kind of wonder, like with Jordan Love under center, Aaron Jones is a lot more valuable than AJ Dillon initially because he's going to be throwing to him, checking down to him. He's probably the best receiver on the team after Watson. So, I mean, easily is the best receiver on the team after Watson. You could even argue they're almost equal in terms of value yeah. of pass catching. So, but what, you know what I love about Watson? And, and mm-hmm. Flounder, I'll, I'll swing it back over to Flounder. Um, Watson, who's a moon man, Christian Watson. This guy, to me, is a Debo Samuel-esque player. I don't, I'm not saying he's going to be handed the football like Debo was and get that kind of rushing. No, but right this is a guy that could get right. two or three rushing touchdowns and 200, awesome. 250 rushing play. yards. No. Guy's so dynamic. Dude, 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 no, no, Sweetie, you're 100% correct. Thank you, There's Flander. no question about that. Thank you, Flounder. Well, look, this is, this is why I bring up the whole Aaron Jones thing. Because Aaron Jones is 28 years old. Why not just shift to Dylan, who's the younger back, and make him the primary guy? I mean, that's what I would do. Um, They're stupid in football. You got both under contract. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that it's a. I don't know that it's a, a like right or wrong to which running back to use. I, I, I think Dylan is definitely got upside if he gets in there. But I, I think Aaron Jones is just so. It's such a good year. It's such a good year. When I, I don't know if anybody else knows what he did. But let me pull up his stats real quickly. He had such a good season. It was so shocking because, yeah. No, he's great. Yeah, but Dylan Dylan got all the rushing touchdowns. Well, you you don't negative. Negative. I mean, he got a lot of rushing touchdowns, but or a lot a lot of them. But I would say this is still a very shockingly good season. Let me me put on screen here. This is a crazy year that I did I didn't absorb or feel because I didn't have a lot of shares of him. But he played seventeen games. 1121 rushing, 1121 yards rushing, 5.3 yards per carry for Aaron Jones. 5.3 yards per carry. Like you, you could say something like, "Oh, Aaron Jones is falling off." You can't say he's falling off. A guy that got 5.3 yards per carry, you cannot say had a fall off season. He had two rushing or two rushing touchdowns, which was a little disappointing. Um, five 100 yard games rushing. The guy had 59 receptions. But AJ Dillon didn't over. Yeah. AJ Dillon might have had, what, three? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I have to look it up. I think. It was AJ Dillon has seven. AJ Dillon has seven rushing touchdowns. Okay. Um, 59, Last year? 59 receptions. Hold yeah. on. Let's go Aaron Jones first. 59 receptions for 395 and five touchdowns. He had seven total total touchdowns and, and, and literally 1,500 yards. That's that's crazy. That's a great season. So I don't know how you can just dial off that and say D- Dylan's Dylan's not as dimensional 
as as Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, if Aaron Jones had dropped off, if he had averaged like three point nine yards per carry or something, I could totally say, you know what, give give uh, AJ Dillon the rock. But when you come off a five point three yard per carry season on two hundred thirteen totes, eleven twenty one on the ground, seven total touchdowns, sixty receptions for four hundred yards, it's like this is this is what Jordan Love needs. You know, but I do like Dylan. I think Dylan's a sleeper, and Dylan's falling to a very nice value, bro. Very, very nice. Well, Smitty, look, look up, look up Dylan's stats. I think that if he got more volume, he would surpass what Aaron Jones does. Uh, I mean, maybe, but it's hard. It's hard to like extrapolate data. Um, well, you I, thought he would last year, but he didn't. Like the year before, he had like twelve hundred yards total offense with eight touchdowns, and he didn't even come close to that in twenty twenty one. Or twenty-two. Yeah, you know who I'm. Ex- I'm just Chris. Back to Christian Watson. Christian Watson could have thirteen hundred, thirteen hundred total, or thirteen hundred receiving yards, twelve hundred, thirteen hundred receiving yards, 80 plus receptions, easy. Um, eight to nine to ten receiving. Let's call it seven to eight. Seven to eight receiving touchdowns under Jordan Love. Let's keep expectations pretty solid. And then two or three rushing touchdowns. He had two last year. And he, I think he had around 200 rushing yards, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Like, he could easily have 250 on the ground, two or three rushing touchdowns, seven to eight receiving touchdowns. This is a 10-plus total touchdown player and, and potentially 14, 1,500 total yards. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me uh, – I got I to gotta wrap it up here, so let me go around the horn here. And let's start off with Flounder. Flounder, you have 10 seconds to make any closing statements or arguments. Go. Uh, love the show, man. All right. Keep doing what you're doing and look forward to the next show. Flounder, appreciate you, even though I'm, I'm hard on you. I, sometimes we're hard on our best students. Hey. Hey, I try to be hard on you too, dude. It's a, it's a back and forth, and I love it. All right. Appreciate you, Flounder. Later. See you, buddy. Uh, George. Actually, George, hang tight. I'm going to go George uh, second to last because I, I can't save your name in here until I get rid of some of these callers or the way that my screen's set up. So hang tight. The Patrick, you got you got right. 10 seconds. Go. It's just good uh, good getting on the first time being on. Uh, when is the next time you go live? Uh, I know it's every night at 7, but do you do any other side streams? Uh, so he- here here's my schedule, just so you know. Every single day, this is a 7 p.m. show we're on right now. Every single day, I'm, I'm live, 7 p.m. Eastern. Sometimes the show's an hour long. I usually try to make it an hour. We've gone for two hours and 20 minutes today. Uh, I'm live whenever news breaks. So that means if you hear Aaron Rodgers news or Lamar news or something big at all, Hopkins is going to get traded, even if it's just a big rumor. Like, if you're seeing it everywhere, I want you to come to the stream. First of all, turn on notifications, but I'm going live to talk about it. So I'm live on call, bro. I work for you, Okay. Pat, the Patrick, I work for you, bro. And so when news breaks, I go live. So I go live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m., live randomly on call whenever news breaks, and I'm live every Tuesday at midnight, Thursday at midnight, Friday at midnight, Saturday at midnight, so we'll be drafting tonight. All right, awesome. All right, appreciate you. Uh, Wild Bill, 10 seconds, go. Hey, brother, I just want to appreciate everything that you do. I mean, you, you make it so easy to watch you, and I have learned so much. You're just like you're like one of my favorite teachers from high school Jeez. that I learned so much of and appreciate. Appreciate I just that. want to thank you so much. 
Thank you. Appreciate you, well, Bill. Call in any time. The phone lines are always open to you, pal. If I see you, I'll I'll Thank add you. you. Okay, later. Stephen from Massachusetts. What's up, Stephen? Ten seconds. Go. Hey, Smitty. I, uh, I'll, I'll throw a curveball at you. So, uh, you obviously um, decided to be a uh, fantasy football uh, guy, but um, say if like you didn't go down this career path, is there like another sport that like you you were like passionate about besides football that maybe you would have. Uh, like, like would have been interesting to see if you would have chose that career instead of uh, football. I did do I, I did do fantasy basketball, and I was bet I was almost better at fantasy basketball than I was ever at football. It was just crazy. Um, but but uh, I I got out of that. Um, I love watching basketball. I love the Suns. I I'm going to go to a Suns game tomorrow. Actually, hopefully, does anybody know if Kevin Durant's playing tomorrow? Yeah, he is, Smitty. Oh, uh, they they God. just uh, broke the news uh, this this afternoon thank that he is God. playing. I bought these tickets, so I'm taking my my eleven year old to a Suns game for the very first time, and we were so excited when Kevin Durant we traded for Kevin Durant. We bought the tickets immediately; they they doubled in price immediately, and that's off of the Suns dot com. They doubled, and as soon as we got the tickets, he goes out and does that layup and just sprains his ankle, and we're just like, "Good God!" So that's gonna be awesome. But yeah, basketball is a, a, a love of mine. Um, I got my first degree was in psychology. So if I wasn't doing some sort of uh, sports, I, I imagine I could be in some sort of psychology role or something like that. Um, I also got a, a I, I've been very much in the journalism world, though, my whole career. So like I could see myself being a political, I could have a political show. You know, if I retired from fantasy, let's say twelve years from now, because it, believe me, nothing's happening anytime soon. This is we're we're just building this bad boy up. This is going to be going for a decade plus. Uh, but let's say in twelve, fifteen years, I decide to step away. I could see myself creating a political show, like a political talk show. I don't bring a lot of politics into this, but I I think politics are fascinating. But okay, Stephen, appreciate you calling anytime, pal. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, if I see any like any rumors or right, then uh, I'll try to send it your way at, uh, tonight at midnight. Dial yeah, in, good night, man. Dial in later, man. Okay, uh, let's go to uh, let's see here. Um, this is uh, Fred, right? George, George. This is George right here. Sorry, George. Yeah, this <laughs> is George. Fred. I don't know why I called you Fred. <laughs> Hold on, George. <laughs> yeah, George. Uh, where are you at? Where are you from? At uh, where are you at, George? Where are you from? He's in the Bay Area. Uh, I, live, I live in California, in the Bay Area. Okay. Thank. You. Sorry, Ron. Jeez, Ron. Ron, there's a lot of people. Remember that. Ron, there's a lot of people on my line. Um, Ron's on yeah, top of it. I remember them. You should. You focus on Camara, Ron. Focus on your flight down to to meet Camara. Uh, hey, hey, George, what part of the Bay Area are you in? Uh, East Bay, like uh, Oakland side. Okay, I was my first four years in the Navy. I was stationed right there in the Bay Area at Concord Naval Weapons Station on ship. And yeah, I know yeah, the area well. Ron's yeah. been around. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm in Concord. Ron's oh, you're been... in Concord. Yeah, yeah. Your ship got around, Ron. Back when I was back when I was there, they had this guy that was they. Uh, he lost his leg laying across the the railroad tracks there at the Naval Weapons Station protesting. The train ran away. Oh, wow. oh, geez. The train. Was he trying to stop the train? Yes. Yeah. He was pro. You know, because the Bay Area is known for their political activism, oh. and anti-war, and all oh, that. So hold on, Ron, Ron, Ron. 
Isaac, who fell asleep on the show the other day. We haven't heard from this man ever since he fell asleep. We thought we lost him. He was he was in a, a he was in a total REM sleep, snoring away in a sleep apnea deprived uh, uh, or, or riddled situation, and all of a sudden he stopped breathing. And Isaac, I swear, we almost called the authorities. Isaac says the Isaac is here. This is for falling asleep on the show recently, right after I was talking about rock out. Put me in the bedroom. I deserve it. P.S. Belichick probably watching Lamar film as we speak. Isaac, appreciate your $10 hauler. All $10 haulers get a moonshot. So Isaac is the man. So glad Isaac is 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 okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Ron. Hey, George from, uh, George from the Bay, appreciate you. I've got you in the system here. You're, uh, I'm going to put you in as George from the Bay. So you call in any time, I'll see you call in, and I'll answer the call a little bit more frequently when I when I see who it is, you know what I mean? Because I get a lot of calls, and some are unknown. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't ever answer block calls, uh, but I got you in here. So you're you're on the speed dial list, bro. Dial in any time, George. Awesome. All right. Ron, later. 10 seconds. L- later, George. Ron, 10 seconds. I had to put a Band-Aid on my knee because I hit my knee, and it started bleeding pretty good. Well, I, I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram, but I pretty much, uh, my finger's gone down a lot. But this 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 pinky finger right here, I don't know if you can see the difference on here, probably not that much. But I I got up, and I was on like two hours of sleep because I, I sleep so bad because I'm breaking new. I'm doing stuff, you know, like tonight. I'll be live tonight. I got to wake up really early in the morning. I, 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 didn't, I didn't really pay attention. I got up, and I just stretched. I went like this. I put my hand through the fan the ceiling fan and I didn't just hit it. Oh, I literally went about a foot above the, the fan and it went and I brought it down. But my hand was so far above. I had to bring it all the way down and my finger swelled up so bad. Go look at my Instagram. I have it on there. It's gone down quite a bit. This is the one, but it's a little bit thicker. You can't really, you can't really see it too much right now, but it is definitely a little crooked. I don't know if I got to go have it reset, but man, it is, it is, it's stinging. It's throbbing. <laughs> you sound like you're academic prone like me, <laughs> but we got about the same sleeping habits also. Yeah. Go look at my Instagram guys on the stories. I it's the, the finger is so swollen. I put ice on it all morning, but Hey, uh, Ron, I'll see you tonight. We'll do some, some, uh, drafts. We'll do the, uh, let me play this r- real quick. On the, well, let me let Ron go. Ron, uh, I'll see you tonight. We're we're gonna all be playing for this uh, Garrett Wilson autographed jersey here. So I'll see you tonight. Yeah, let let me know when you're going live. All right. Later, Ron. Later. Um, let me play this video for you so you guys understand what's going on with this Lamar or with this Lamar with this uh, Battle of the Moon Men contest. It's time to give away a signed Garrett Wilson jersey. I think so. If you want a chance to win. This beauty right here. Garrett Wilson, autographed jersey. Smitty, that's mine. What do I got to do to win it? Tell me now. First, I'm going to say underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. Second, I'm going to say starting after the NFL draft. We will be doing private drafts mostly on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays around midnight to 1230 a.m. Eastern. And every time I drop a private draft link, a.k.a. Battle of the Moon Men is what we call this tournament. Every time I drop a private draft link, said draft link will be 
kept track of. Your boy Smitty will have the boys at Underdog keeping track of every league that I give them a link for that is included in said Battle of Moon Men. Then at the end of week 14, Underdog will let us know which one of you scored the most points in weeks 1 through 14, the regular season. Out of all of the leagues we do that are called Battle of the Moon Men leagues, something we'll probably do from right after the NFL draft all the way up to the season. Every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, private links that I drop in my live YouTube. All you got to do is click it. And right now, if you're watching this on Instagram at all, in my bio is a link that will sign you up click that link underdog fantasy otherwise all you got to do is use promo code smitty or use the link that i give you during the live stream everybody and their mother wants this garrett wilson autographed jersey garrett wilson show up during a tuesday thursday friday saturday live stream on youtube and the links are dropped in the chat i also have a link in the description of pretty much every youtube video i have so get ready battle of the moon men commences soon yeah come get it baby so you heard it, you heard it from me. We're doing a battle of the moon men tonight. I'll see you all later. We'll probably do a dynasty podcast as well, a dynasty show. I'll see you all tonight. Appreciate you. Reese Hall is eight foot tall. He will always answer the mother freaking call. Don't let him fall. In the third, don't stall. Just give Batman the freaking football. He's Breeze. He's Breeze. He does a hull of a job. A hull of a job. A hull of a job. Reese Hall, please report to the moon. He does a hull of a job. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed.